Dad's Horror Movie Podcast, episode number 102. Two. Woo! Brought to us by you. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Me? No, brought to you by you, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, you know how I, this is this is why I say that, because I always listen to these other podcasts. And if they have any type of Patreon at all, they like to say at the beginning of the show, this week's episode is brought to you by our Patreons. And if they only have like four or five, then they'll, they'll say them, you know, by name. But every time I hear that, it's brought to you by. I'm like, brought well, well, the way I look at it. We're going to spend the first is. half hour naming all the Patreons. <laughs> brought to you by. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. Could Promotion, you imagine that? <laughs> promotional consideration? Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys listen to that thing I sent last week? Patreon, no? number one. I, <laughs> I did, and I forgot to put it in the uh, the episode. I'm gonna have to but you did listen. One. Yeah. Okay, it's a long yeah. one, but I, yeah. I, I also the... put on that one specific one where he says, Mr. Freeze. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> the, and I, I was I'm like, damn it, because I was like, I, I wanted to put it in the end of episode 101. Yeah, maybe it will show up. Maybe. It will show up at the end of this one. Ooh, hey, maybe, maybe. maybe. Nice. What's so with Yanni McGee over here? How late did you stay up, you fuck? I'm Ooh. just tired. Yeah. I've been sick the last couple of days. Oh. oh, boy. Sick now? Good God. I'm okay. I'm feeling better. Good Lord. Yeah. My allergies Short are breath. dead. I had some asthma. A little oh, my God. Yeah, day. you sound all congested. Are you sure you're good? You've been social distancing? Yeah. Tell your dad to keep you away from the from the camera right now. Yeah. <laughs> You want that whole social D tip? Yeah, you're all right? Yeah, I'm good. Social mm-hmm. D. Distortion. Exactly. But I've been, I've, been, I've been saying that since social distancing came around. I've been saying that. Yeah, i got to be on that social D tip. It's going to be know? our bad name, social distance. <laughs> social distance. <laughs> what did I miss? What are you guys talking about? What happened? Did you freeze? No, I just... Social I, distortion. Social That's distortion's a band. The band. Oh, so we said our band's going to be called Social Dis. Dis- Distance. Dis. <laughs> social Dis. For short. Anti-social Dis. Yeah. I'm not that one. <laughs> you're going to be so far removed from it, Brandon, you won't even realize that you're in the band. <laughs> you'll, you'll be in the back room sucking us you know off before can... every show. <laughs> <laughs> I think B could be a, um, I don't know, he's out of it. Check I think that. he could be <laughs> He could be a beatboxer. Can you think he could do a beatbox? No, Remember I that don't. time you asked me the, the hum? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It sounded like I was blowing an elephant. <laughs> yeah. Or two. No, it looks like you're awesome. <laughs> Brought to you by. <laughs> you know who he looks like? When he makes that face, I know you're, it's, it's way out of left field, of course. Oh, but... God. <laughs> Hold on, though. He looks like that chick from Friday the 13th, The New Blood, that has that wide mouth. You know what I'm talking about? Um, oh, yeah, the one um, that was the- in uh, Brighter Reanimator. No, not Brighter Reanimator. That's Kathleen. Uh, she was in a couple of other B-movies. Oh, Southern Night, Deadly Night 2. She looks like a Muppet, that one. Yeah. She's, she's the one that tells the other girl. Um, she's the one that gets up tossed out of the window but doesn't implode a car or explode the car windows. She just lands on the ground. Right. Yeah, she it's has your that favorite mouth. Friday, Brandon. How do you not know who the fuck we're talking no, about? No, I know who she is. I like her. She's hot. I was trying to think of her name. What movie did you say she's in? She's in another movie. Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. I think she was in Necromancer. I don't yeah. know. But make that face again. Because... <laughs> <laughs> the, the I, can only, I can only do it when I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> I need the dong. The dong? The fake dong. Uh, 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 uh. Does that help? 
<laughs> yeah, there's it. <laughs> Someone's got to snap a picture of them. Put it up next to that girl. Please don't snap a picture. <laughs> I'm done doing it. Oh, I wish Nudie was here. Nudie joined you, prick. Uh, speaking of Mr. Brought to you by Mr. Freeze, what the fuck is with your internet? David's been freezing two shows in a row. I don't know why. I am Mr. Freeze. You're right. I don't get it. It's fucked up, ain't it? It's I don't a, know. It's only sucks because uh, everybody wants to see you, except for the the uh, the new uh, post about me being the the best looking on the show. That's right. He is the fucking hot guy. Yeah. See. <laughs> Brandon, yeah. I love. It. Say what you're gonna say, Brandon. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't even gonna. No, no. You look like you're about to vomit. <laughs> No, no. You're just happy it's not me because you always talk shit about me and all. Oh, of course, Dave gets this and that and fucking they vote him in and the Dave Z Nation and yada, yada, yada. So now you're going to be jealous. I was him. perfectly fine with the content of that post. The wording of that post, though, was <laughs> he wrote, who would have thought the good looking one of the bunch? That's implied that we're like the fucking uglies or something. <laughs> I have no problem admitting Christian's a nice looking man. I mean, look at him. Look at that fedora looking wearing motherfucker. I should have worn But it's like us gargoyles should like turn off our cameras right now. Well, I, it was almost like a backhanded compliment, too. Like, who would have known? Because I talk like a fucking asshole or something like that. Like, I look, my voice makes me sound so hideous that there's no <laughs> way I could be attractive. <laughs> But that does rain true. Usually, usually the uh, the voice. I'm telling you, I can. I I, I don't know because I'm not into men that way. But I can tell you this, Vince. When I hear a female voice, <laughs> when I hear a female voice and I listen to her and the voice, she just sounds beautiful when she talks, right? And but I've never seen her before. And then I see them. It's always the opposite. It's like the the better the voice, the um, the worse looking. The better beauty internally. Yes, there you go. <laughs> That's what it is. So if you have amazing internal beauty, you also have an, uh, an amazing, beautiful voice, it seems. And the other people that may be outwardly very attractive don't seem to have the most attractive voices. And, and I, I've learned to judge it that way. And it, it's not as accurate as my cover art. Thing. Uh, I was just going to say, this is like, his, I was going to say, this is his box it's art. Not test. as accurate as his cover art. It, it does rain true. And I, I've used it, but I've even said it to people like on podcasts before. Not, not, not to hurt anyone's feelings, but like someone that I've been friends with, you know, and this is just like underground discussions. Not like, this is like during messages or something. And I'd say, oh yeah, I heard your co-host. And I go, I'm going to guess that, you know, she weighs 400 pounds or something. Go, oh, <laughs> yeah, she is kind of a big girl. And I, and I said, I knew she would be because she sounds so hot. You know what I mean? You, so if she weighs 400 pounds, you can't say, yeah, she is kind of a big girl. Like, surprise. If she weighs 400 pounds, you know she's a fucking big girl. Uh, whoa, 400? She is kind of a big no girl. Oh, my God. So what you're telling me, Dave, is that I got a voice for newsprint. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like, that maybe, maybe you sound like you're heavier than you are. Yeah, <laughs> but appa know. apparently I have a face for radio. Yeah. No, you're fine. They True. didn't say we were ugly. Ding. Just <laughs> we're just there. We're just hovering. We're just like there. You maybe know? I, maybe say... I'm so hot that you guys are just very attractive. <laughs> I'll, I, I like that. that. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I can live with it. You I just have see no me problem. naked, though. <laughs> Whatever. I'm cute. 
I, I know I'm cute because they tell me I'm cute. They always yeah. have, and I can live with that. And I'm not fucking Mister Mister Handsome, Mister Hot, Mister Fuck whatever. And let's All not know... start whipping out each other's cocks, please. I don't want to lose this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when cute turns into something else. You and why would I mean? we be whipping well, out each other's? Like, hey, Brandon, let me get oh. yours. <laughs> Dave, I'll get yours now. <laughs> each other's. I'm gonna reach through. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You're going to ghost Adam? Yeah. You're going to reach through? You're going to ghost Adam? You got to go to the side. You got to go this way. Am I reaching over or wrong way? Who am I getting? I'm not wide enough. I'm not wide enough. Oh, man. You paid for this. This is all for you. That's what we're getting at. And I I, I might freeze again. I, I got news for you. Because as I'm sitting here, I feel fine. And I, I think I sound fine. I, I, don't, I don't know. But Christian cuts out a few times. Things happen. And when that happens, that usually when you cut out, it's a problem on the other person's end. That's what I've noticed. Because I bet he didn't cut out for you, did he be? No, he did cut out a little bit there. Huh. Okay, so it's not me. I'm relieved. Yeah. Good, because I don't let, let's let him freeze this. Don't time. no, don't worry. He'll sound fine on the recording. We'll sound like fucking. But no, shit. because I'm using the audio now from the video feed that's recorded on Dave's end. That's really? how it's been done. Yeah, well, it's just easier that way. Otherwise, it sync the sync's all out of whack. Real. So wait a minute now. So whatever I hear is what the patrons are going to hear, even on the audio. No, no, no. The audio is my recording. That's the difference, but the video, no, no, the audio is mine, but most people are now watching the video and for simplicity's sake, that's what's being recorded on your end. Oh, okay. And that's always been what's been recorded at your end, except for I had some issues way back when, and I had to put my track in. So I'll try if it, if it's really chopped up, then I'll have to put my audio in, but enough of this technical bullshit. Yeah. Right. That's let's move along. Right. Ratings. (laughs) (laughs) Ratings for the intro. You're a six out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, how about, our, how about our ratings got challenged? Speaking of that, a nine, Brandon, a nine. It's got a, it's got a big head already. Yeah, no, I, I told J- I told Jason. I said, all right, lighthouse, five out of ten. <laughs> despite him, you said that. No, that he, he's like, you don't give anything a five out of ten. I said, all right, lighthouse, five out of ten. Cool. <laughs> I, I read that as our ratings are all over the place, and I tend to agree. Like sometimes I'm like, I love this movie, seven. Oh, this movie was okay, seven. <laughs> and then, so. Uh, the rating, the ratings but, change. Let's but be, to honest. be honest. To be honest, we ha- and uh, was it Roberto who commented after who made the comment that we haven't reviewed a ton of bad films, which is one hundred percent true. On this show, we really do not review shit that other podcasts will tend to do. We're not reviewing, you know, Elf Shot on, on the video? Shelf horror movie. You know that. Elf, oh. oh. Elf on the Shelf, you shitting on my... No, no, it's, what's that? was that the name of the movie? No, the no. Elf, but that's... Oh, The Elf, sorry. I, I, I was like, I didn't... Everybody's shit on me today. You're talking about his movie. No, I meant, you know, Christian, you know which one I meant, Elf. I know, I know. Movies like that, movies like Robert the Doll, you know, people, you know, any shot on video crap. That's a Jim K special. <laughs> Dude, I give Jim K credit, man. He's covering the franchises that nobody will even sniff. I can't believe he watches these. I never even heard of some of these. 
He did that 11-11 franchise. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I know, right? Where does he find this? Yeah. I think they're does he just prime. look up longest franchise? They're, they're definitely, I think they're on Tubi. If you just scroll down a few more screens on Tubi, I think they're there. <laughs> or Popcorn yeah. Flicks or whatever. The the other one that's like like Tubi. But oh, not there's good. a new one? Oh, no, it's been out for a while, too. It's called Popcorn Flicks or something. Legit. Oh, is it? Is it an app though, or is it only on the computer? Uh, I think it's an app. Ooh, I'm gonna look into yeah, this. Yeah, it's, it's called Pop. Uh, I've got. I don't have my iPad down here. I got it. That I was do where, know of it. Yeah, because that's where I told Heather to check out uh, VHS because it was on that uh, streaming. Because for whatever reason, it used to be on Prime, but it's off Prime now. Wait a minute, is this a Canadian thing? Oh, maybe. Oh, because you say you and Heather, so instantly I think it might be a Canadian thing. She didn't know, know where I mean? to find it. I just recommended it to her. I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or not. Okay. Wait a Canadian thing. Yeah. Wait a <laughs> oh. fucking second here. Let me ask you about Canada. Hold on. Okay, this is going to be... Maybe I'm onto something, but I've, I've wondered this my entire life. I might be way off base, but all Probably. my life... Okay, let me let me put it to you this way. It has to do with like the, a musical thing that I think happens in Canada a lot. Now, I could be wrong, but in my mind, I've always associated this with Canada. Now, listen, hear me out. Picture Revenge of the Nerds. Remember at the end of Revenge of the Nerds when they play We Are the Champions? You yeah. know, just the regular Queen version. Yeah. You know, I paid my dues. And then after the end, it turns into this like chorus thing. And it goes, We are the champions, my friend. You know what I'm talking about? You got the, the quote of singing kitchen. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that to me reminds me of Canada. A big chorus like that and everybody's singing that style of. Um, <laughs> And it always has. And there's, a, you know, the beginning of that song, um, um, Rolling Stones. You can't always, always get, get what you want. And it's always the, the women, like the, the choir the, singing at the beginning. There's, yeah, they're, they're Canadian. You can't always. So it is Canadian. <laughs> no, it's not Canadian. It's just oh. a fucking choir. What do you think? All Canadians are, are gay no, choir boys? No, <laughs> choir is the Canadian word for group singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian word. No, but listen. I always associate that with, with Canada because I used to watch this show when I was a kid and they would go to some commercial. Called choir. It was a Canadian, uh, Canadian choirs. I remember that. That was good. Yeah. It just seems to me that choirs what? with those accents that sound that way. Yeah. Oh, what? it always. You hear an accent up. in the singing? Yeah, listen, listen to this. <laughs> we are the champions, my friend. There's definitely an accent and, and the Rolling Stones. You can't always get what oh, the you British. want. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's always some type of accent. And the thing is, like I said, all my life when I was a kid, I wondered, is that like a popular thing in Canada, those choirs? Is it like a thing? It or is. Not? It is. Because the HBO show The Wire in Canada is called The Choir. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. I've, this is the first I've ever heard of it. No on that okay. joke and no on, on, no, on your theory. <laughs> yes, yeah, no to that joke for sure. I I just that's okay, crazy that's right. talk. I've I've always associated it with Canada because I'm telling you, I used to watch like CTV or the other Canadian channel that we would get and I would like see these commercials and they would show like a waterfall and they would they, there would be a choir singing and this seems like I would see commercials in Canada. <laughs> wow. And there was choirs in the commercials a lot. We like to sing, I guess we're just a happy bunch. I see all these commercials and it's like Americans and they're just like eating a lot of food and, you know, wielding guns. Does that hold any relevance? <laughs> yeah, the choir, uh, motherfucker. 
Well, wait a minute now. I'm not insulting Canada when no, I see this. No, I, well, I was insulting you. I like to eat, too. No, I don't give a fuck. No, how do I care? You I played laser tag? It's painfully obvious. <laughs> I didn't know if you got offended by it. Because... No, 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 no. No, I don't get offended. No, but I've never yeah. noticed it, to be honest. Okay, so this just might be something I've created in my mind that, that is not a thing at all. That's okay. I just Heather? I had to ask somebody. All, all my somebody, life, I've, I've somebody thought of, will yeah. agree with you though. Somebody in the Dave Z Nation will agree with you, even though I kind of have no idea what you're even talking. About. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch Canadian commercials from the '80s, and a lot of them have choirs in them. I'm telling you, there's something about I it. Don't, so I, just, I do not think that that's true. I you know what they said? They maybe say, I'm they, off. They do always say Canadian TV is an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. an acquired. Boom! Yeah. Nice. That was. Good. I'm out. He's back. Uh, and God. He's, he's, he's feeling okay. Muppet mouth and all. I like, I like him tired. Muppet mouth. <laughs> oh, Muppet <boy>. mouth. <laughs> so yeah. So today we're gonna talk about two movies. Right. Uh, what are what are the two movies? Well, I know what they are. I don't, I don't know who you know who, who brought them forward, but what are, talk- what are those Kevin two Tenney movies? Did which board? God, oh, thank you. Yeah, Kevin Tenney did do it. Okay. <laughs> he, he okay. That one forward. Which board? Which board is requested from George what, what Key in Event Horizon? Wait, which board are we doing? <laughs> nope. This joke again? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> which tramp are we no. doing? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's another movie. We were gonna. Remember that? We were going to do that a long time ago. We were going to do which board and which trap. I even ordered those freak, that DVD, that bootleg VHS trip of that movie, Witch Trap. Um, this is the early days. This is when we first started the show. We were trying to come up with like two movie, uh, you know, deals where we were going to do I remember not liking Witch, Witch trap. trap much. I don't, I've never seen it, but here's the deal. The guy that plays Malfader is in Witch Trap or, or, or is, looks like he is on the cover of that thing. So I thought that was kind of like the spiritual sequel to Witchboard, because Witchboard 2, I, I never really much cared for. So I thought maybe Witch Trap is going to have more in common with with Witchboard, but I've never seen it. Still, I got that disc somewhere. But... What about Witch, Witch Master? Nope. Make a witch, please. <laughs> Make a witch? Glickety glackety. You're a Witch Master. <laughs> so anyway, <Wow>. Witchboard <laughs> Woo! from George T, Event Horizon from Willie P. That's what we got going on today. One so... of these two movies I watched twice. Wow. In your yeah. life? <laughs> no, twice for the show. In the last two days. I'm going to guess it's Event Horizon. Uh, God, it's got to be. It's the better of the two movies. It's got to be Event Horizon. Say you're going to say it's Event Horizon. Okay. Uh, we'll see. I'll just, I'll just throw something out here until we get to it. I don't know if we're going right into a first movie now or not. But Witchboard does not really hold up. Well, I guess we're going to find out about it. I want to know why it doesn't hold up. I, I could understand why you would say that. But um, I guess we're going to have to get into it then. Shit. Now that now that you've laid the gauntlet, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Just pave the way what? for that there. It, that's wonderful. It's a or special laid the movie. Gauntlet. So. It's a what? Yeah, it's a special movie to me personally. The thing is, I well, remember you went to the theater, a pack of cigarettes rolled up in your sleeve. Yeah, you had it right. That was a night. I listened. It was a, I also had to edit the show remember. four thousand. It held a fucking gun to my head. I would never have known you went to see this with a pack of cigarettes rolled up in your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I <laughs> You remember, you, that's true. I, I was 15 years old or something like that, right? And friends of mine and myself, we went to the Riviera Theater, which is one of those small downtown theaters and only seats like, I don't know, a thousand people. I, I, I don't know. I'm never going to numbers. small like, theaters? <laughs> no, it's like, a, it's really, it's, a, it's it's old and it's small. I got to look it up with the Riviera Theater. But, I'm not right it's now, but, 
<laughs> went to the Riviera Theater. We we would sit in the balcony because there was an actual a balcony because there was a stage on there. You could see plays and whatnot. But you know they also play movies here and there. Stand in we were... front or try to watch a movie. <laughs> uh... Shakespeare, yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck off the stage. Is this Bring a dagger I see before me? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Which board? Which board? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kicked people right off the stage. Yeah. Oh man. Um shit. I don't know what happened. I don't know um, why was Shakespeare either. <laughs> so the Riviera Theater. I was a kid and we went there and the thing is they had a balcony because like I said it's it was, you know, I wish you could see cuz me describing it doesn't do it any justice. It, it might sound bigger than it is. It's really not big. But there was the balcony section. And then there's the down, you know, the regular theater section. And then there's the stage where, of course, the, you know, the, the screen would be. So for whatever reason, I, I always remember this particular night in my life, just being that age and going. I know everything I wore. I know the people I was with. I know that I the video game I played, they had a 10-yard fight was up in the balcony. And they had like a, a concession section there. And I remember playing 10-yard fight at, at the arcade um, and, and hanging out. And I was really head over heels in love with this girl. And I just never had the, it, that, I, the Dave Z of that age and the Dave Z of now is completely different. There was no way. You three inches shorter. <laughs> Give her a call right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what. For years, I did look her up on um, on Facebook. She never popped up. Nice. You know, I'm a big years. Facebook stalker myself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was the reason I signed up initially. Thinking of you. Best, best part of Facebook. Well, Creeping. I was divorcing my first Creeping, wife, and yeah. I was like, well, yeah, because I mean. If you haven't thought about some girl in 15 years and maybe you had relations or maybe you always wanted to have relations, that's why I got on. I was like, okay, let's see what this girl's up to. She around, hey, send her a message. Hey, hey, would you like, would you like to have relations? <laughs> that guy just got a pretty voice. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Would you like to have relations? Uh, Riviera Theater. Okay, so anyway, I go and I see this movie. You know, like I said, I'm a kid. Uh I'm uh, 15, 16 years old. You know what I mean? So we go to the film, the film, I call it. We go to the show. The show. <laughs> yeah, it is the show. Let's go to the show. You know? So, but the thing is, something about this whole mood, this whole experience that night is just always sat with me. And who the thing played, is. Who played Tawny Catan in this uh, theatrical production you saw? <laughs> <laughs> who played the Witchboard? Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, man. Here, I'm going to show you a picture of the Riviera Theater. All right, let's see. So anyway, as, as I'm there, this movie, this is what's going on in this movie. Uh, every time, no, Grant, the, the place is filled with teenagers. You know, who's going to see Witchport on a, on a Friday night when it debuts? Kids. So we're all there. We're doing our thing, you know. And every time there's a jump scare, every girl in the audience screams. And, and in turn, that makes you jump because so you're twice. sitting next to the girl. Huh? Twice? So that happened twice in the movie. <laughs> No, dude, that's the thing about this film. There's like five or six or seven things that happened that, that, you know, people were shrieking at and jumping about. And it's like, wow. So I always, when I think about this movie, it always takes me back to that first time experience. Just well, exactly. being that age. That's that the night. feels that Jamie keeps talking about how she rates her the, movies on. She feels. bases on the feels, which is, I think, what we all kind of do. I'm not... I'm not critiquing movies from like a film critique standpoint. We do that occasionally. We'll deep dive and we'll 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 peel apart some layers. But typically, we're talking about it from an entertainment piece. T 
typically. Yeah, that's fair. See, there's the inside of it. See, that's the Riviera Theater. Oh, so gift now, certificates available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was our next question. We our sat in the balcony. <laughs> we sat in the balcony because in the balcony you could smoke. So at that time, we thought we were fucking tough guys. What you was know? this, 1930? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in the balcony. Hey, right. shut the movie, <laughs> <laughs> That was the rule. Smoking in the balcony only. Smoking, <laughs> wearing fedoras. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to watch moving pictures, see? <laughs> <laughs> moving pictures. <laughs> Oh, man. So anyway, this movie has always been, you know, it's just one of those movies. It's a feel-good movie for me. It takes me back, and it's it's just... So is, it a, I, is it a toxic 10 out of 10, though? That's what we need to know. Of course not. The feels. The feels. I did rate it high, though. We did the 86 show with 22 shots, if you guys yeah. remember that. And it was in my top five, and I, I think I was the only person that had it on, on his list. Yeah. So it's just one of those movies for me. You know what I mean? But now... My rating is going to be a little different upon this view, but I try it's to rate even higher. <laughs> Eleven out of ten. I gave it the old spinal tap. <laughs> <laughs> the old LAC. Yeah. Yeah. She the old LAC. Yeah. Well, I guess she could. Yep. Okay. We should just get into the movie then, huh? Yeah, How much it? It? <laughs> Let's get into Witchboard from 1986, written and directed by Kevin Tenney. Uh, when his girlfriend becomes dangerously obsessed with a ghost she contacted using a Ouija board, Jim reluctantly joins forces with her ex, his own estranged childhood best friend, to identify and exorcise the evil spirit. Ouija. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's why for years I've insisted on that pronunciation. And he explains it in the movie. But I, and ja. but I love how everybody else will call it Ouija because that's what everybody else does. So they hey. actually that part was actually kind of good. From the French and German for yes, we and Ja. There it is. So everybody listening, call it Ouija. It's not fucking Luigi. It's fucking Ouija, not Ouija. It, it's Luigi. It sound- it's Luigi. <laughs> I love Ouija too. <laughs> On the move. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> On the move. I don't say anything anymore because I'm not an asshole. But there was a time. Where it, where it really bothered me. I said, why don't you just call it Ouija? It's Ouija, not Ouija. But these days, you know. I'm, uh, my, my favorite right now is still Krumpus. Oh, you know, yeah, he does say that, though. I love it. Krumpus. Well, Krumpus. the thing is, I think maybe they're there taking is. it back to their heritage. Maybe it's a German thing. Krumpus, like that lady said. That's how she pronounces it. It's almost like, the, you know, that guy that says, Mr. Freeze. You know what I mean? He rolls his R's. Although I can't do it very good, but I mean, I think the I think he just made this movie to get the Kirk pronunciation of Ouija out there to the masses. <laughs> God damn it! I'm tired of hearing people calling Ouija. I'm writing the scripts around in the correct pronunciation of this goddamn word. Quiet on the set. This is the most important scene of the movie. Now say it. He auditioned people. Yeah. Please explain it to what a Ouija board is. What the hell's a Ouija board? You talking Ouija? <laughs> Fucking Ouija. Reminds me of a fucking... I want to make a squeegee Ouija. That's what I want to make. I want to make a a squeegee... What is a squeegee? Something that cleans a car, right? Yeah, like yeah. a squeegee boys. Listen, the problem squeegee with this boards? movie is I find this movie dull. <laughs> yeah. Did you say squeegee boys? Squeegee boys. Oh, I thought you said squeegee boys. <laughs> so <boards>. did I. <laughs> squeegee boys. <laughs> I thought you were just dismissing him. Like, yeah, squeegee boys. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was just kind of wiping it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to see a squeegee like, that has like all those letters on it, and it could be a squeegee. You know Dude, what where I mean? do homeless people get their squeegees from? 
I mean, you have nothing. You're destitute on the street. But they always Mass used to market, have a yeah. dog and a squirrel. I know, I know where. where. At the gas station. You never they, go to the gas station. They, you see it in the bucket. You think they steal it from the gas station? Why the fuck not? Wouldn't you? Yeah. That makes sense. At night, at Could night, they steal some at night. windshield washer fluid too, so that they're not coming out with a fucking dry brush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they go in. A, that's what they should do. They should go inside Seven Eleven, scrounge up enough money for a dollar to buy a fucking Slurpee. Go in there, come outside, scoop the shit out with the with the empty Slurpee, and then, drink and then steal the thing. And you go. <laughs> You can do why don't you? Sure. Maybe you'll catch a buzz. I don't know. Okay. I love squeegee people. I love squeegee people. Squeegee. I, like, I, I prefer squeegee myself. Yeah, squeegee. I love squeegee people. Ah, it's Italian. Oh. The the problem with I'm going to get into right in the movie. I'm sorry, but it, it's Please. that it's dull. It's Please. dull. It, it just kind of lumbers on. Like I don't. The pace of this movie is not that great. I kind of feel kind of episodic. Like. The acting is a little amateurish. It's passable. It's passable acting. It's not horrendous. But I, for Fair. whatever reason, I could never get myself 100% on board. When I first watched this, there was one good jump scare, I remember. I always remember this movie from that one good jump scare. The last three times I've watched it, I'm like, where was that one good jump scare? I think it's when he comes and hits her with the, yeah. the, the wiffle ball bat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning, I think that's off. it. Yeah, yeah, the dream. Yeah, that's yeah. the cleanest head head uh, decapitation <laughs> ever. There's no it's blood a dream. whatsoever. Why not? Why not though? It's a dream. You know, I'm not saying I I actually kind of like the characters. I agree with you on the acting. There's something a little off about it, but it's that cheesy '80s acting. But I like the you know the characters of Jim, of Linda, and Brandon. I I like the dynamic. We got those three characters. Zarabeth, her laugh is a little annoying. Yeah, but she's a classic '80s character. She is. She the is. backstory's good. Like the, the the actual character, the writing of the characters is is actually. Above yeah. average. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what I like about this movie now as an adult. It's actually a relationship movie. It's about the relationship between the two guys and and, and, and the girl. You know what I mean? It's the guys in the middle. I, I know. I forget it's fucking. No, 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 no. It's not that. My wife walked in while I was watching this. She goes, are these guys gay? <laughs> There's so much homoerotic overtones in that one scene where they're in the, he's like, I think without a shirt on, and he's sitting there or, or just, and they're looking at each other. And I had to look at my, I'm like, I'm like, is he gay in real life and trying playing a straight guy or something like that? Because it seems so gay. Jim had his shirt off this whole film. And every time he had, every time I saw him, I'd be like, nice sweater. And my dad would break out laughing. And then uh, he would, every time he would laugh, he would close his eyes as he laughs. <laughs> James, he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> like do that, like squinting laugh. I was like, "What is he doing?" Classic gay move. What is it about closing <laughs> eyes? I don't know. <laughs> no, like, about... no wait. Hey, have you ever like? Because my, my brother have you ever and I closed your eyes. No, no. I kiss my, my eyes and open. I make fun of people that do. <laughs> There's one person in particular in our life that does this. But do you ever talk to somebody and then they're talking to you, and as they talk to you. They close their eyes, and, they, and they, as they're talking, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I always yeah. want to know, what the fuck? Are you falling asleep? You're boring <laughs> yourself? You're boring me. <laughs> I'm like, I got to make a quick getaway. <laughs> yeah, some people do that. They're talking to you, and they close their eyes. <laughs> it's like they're trying to they're trying to bring you into like the world they've created in their mind of the story. I think they feel very important at that moment in time. Yeah. You're going to listen to everything I say. Have you guys ever <laughs> gone to a party... In a suit with a Ouija board? 
No. Well, how the no. fuck? Why would he even bring the Ouija board to that party? Well, that's what I'm saying. And, why, about and it's his life. He calls her up to say, hey, I forgot my Ouija If He, he would have never forgot that Ouija board as much as he loves that thing more than anything yeah, he, in his he life. He left that behind so he could see her again, of yeah, course. Yeah. Yeah. And he's ah, like, oh, I left it there to pick it up. That You're right. That had to be it. Can I swing back? Because I have to take it to another party. This guy's the <laughs> life of the party with this fucking Ouija board. Dude, the guy how, that brings a guitar. How accepting in a world, like in this world, are we of the fact that Ouija boards work? Like it's so nonchalant. Like, oh, we're gonna talk to David today. Well, Jim doesn't believe so. Jim doesn't believe it, even though they're literally talking to Dave like the whole damn movie. Yeah. Well, eventually he believes it, but I mean, yeah. but they're not even honestly. They they find out they're getting played, which is something else I like about this. Because think about that that, that Mel Fader, what he does, and freaking. He even pretends to be a fucking... He even puts on the voice through Zerabeth of a young boy, and it's him. It's not even fucking David. So this guy goes through all these lengths. He's a player. I like how we have the, yeah, he is a player, too. It's, it's his reveal. You know what I mean? I like that. Here's something funny, though. How did you, And I guess that all makes sense because... Her wearing the fedora? Oh, I love that fedora. On what? Her, but, oh, my God. Anyway, well, sorry. Did you, I love her. I took you off your train of thought. No, okay. If she was only in a what? fedora, I would be fine. <laughs> okay, it was only a couple scenes because she wore it to the, the funeral and then she wore it later when she was playing a man. You know what I mean? So I guess <laughs> it got to be. Well, she was possessed by a man, so okay, I might as well put on my fedora. Yeah. <laughs> and this funny is like, what will make me more intimidating? Let me put on this fedora. <laughs> and talk in a stupid <laughs> voice. Anyway, what were you about to say, Dave? We got you off track. I, what I was going to say was that how funny is it that for no reason David says to. What's her name? Tawny? I'm going to call her Tawny. Whatever. Linda. Um, Linda. Okay, David says to Linda when they're having the seance, I love you. I'm like, wait a minute. He loves her? He fuck, he's only talked, spoken to her twice. How did their, their relationship get this deep? And the funny thing is, it wasn't even David that said that. It was Mel Fader that, that made that happen. I just always found that funny. He says, I love you. <laughs> I don't know. I think it makes sense because she thinks she's pregnant and he's a young child and that whole conversation about being reborn, choosing your parents. So I think it's like playing on that. And plus she's, you That's know, she true. has the instinct. She wants to be a mother. Yeah, my rating went up. Thank you. Okay, there you go. Well, See, it was going to go down because of the I love you comment? I'm just kidding. Five out of ten. <laughs> Did you guys notice the Academy Award winning actress who was in the beginning? In the beginning, let's see. Yeah. Who was it? I'll give you a hint. She was sitting on top of the Ouija board. On top of the Ouija board? Yeah, on top of the Ouija board. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's Kate Planchette. Really? Was that a bad was... joke? That's a joke. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I thought maybe there is a Kate He's a so Kate disappointed. Planchette. He's so disappointed in us for not appreciating that joke. I, I love that joke. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't I'll put get it. In some it went over my head. All, Her name all, is Kate Blanchett, but because that thing is called a planchette. What's a planchette? I never heard of that before. The planchette is the thing on the Ouija board that you use to call people. The little well, handle. I didn't know that. that. Well, he, he, a good he joke. He says it. He says it at the beginning. It's called, brings it's pronounced words, planchette. It's called the planchette. <laughs> oh. It's like I, the opening of the movie. It's like the explanation of the Ouija board. It comes from we and John. I get <laughs> Oh, that's, that's why a good I joke, a joke. Brandon. That's uh, a good joke. Now, now it's funny. That's why she's sitting on top of the Ouija board. Now I get the joke, but I didn't know it was a planchette. I'd never heard of that before. Uh, I just didn't. That it went over my head in the movie, and you telling the joke. Oh, that's he a good the joke. movie two days ago, but he remembers. What's the name of the movie theater you talked about before? 
Girl, well, that, that's significant. Who the, a planchette? It sounds like a fucking a French pastry or something. You know? I don't know. It's from French from yaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell I just said. I don't know. I don't know. But come on. Yell at my dog to shut up. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Shut the fuck up, Jim. Wanna this walk is about this damn dog. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> his relationship with with Linda and his relationship with what's the other guy? The guy that comes over with the board. Brandon. Brandon, how could I forget that name? <laughs> how about this though? We got Brandon and David in the same yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, nice, huh? There's no cool. Christian, eh? No, no Christian. I know. One of these days, one of these days, we're gonna get all three of us in a. Well, we we hopefully we are, but are we gonna call ourselves our real names when we make the movie? Oh yeah, it's gonna be totally self-referential. I mean, every movie, we're the same people. Every movie, even if we die. <laughs> It won. It'd be like fucking Tony Danza. You ever notice that Tony Danza, his name was always Tony and everything he was in? Oh, my Lord. I just went through the Death Wish movies and fucking Charlie Brown's, if Charlie Brown's in Bronson. If he's not using the name, if he's not using the Harry, the Dirty Harry guy, not Dirty Harry, Death Wish. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> his, name's, his name's Leo. And he's Leo in another movie. His nickname's Leo. Everything's Leo. I don't know. I don't. I think he was Snoopy in one movie. It's... <laughs> Snoopy. <laughs> Charlie Brownson here. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, wow. How about Tony Danza though? You notice that he's always his name is always Tony in everything he does. Especially in real life, I'm always you know <laughs> the Tony Danza show. Couldn't even call it well, something different. No, well, because listen, Tony. He was Tony in in Taxi. He was on that show for. Like, you know, five, six seasons. He was Tony on Who's the Boss. That show was another. Who's the Boss will be back in a moment. Stick around. (laughs) Wow. Wow, there you go. I've got that joke on the show, I think, before. How did Who's the Boss come up on the show at least Uh, twice already? Because of the Tony Danza thing. He always plays himself, you know? Or not plays himself. two shows. He plays himself. (laughs) (laughs) He just plays himself. Or more Tony Danza's examples. Uh, how about Tawny? How about Tawny? Let's talk about Tawny. Oh, Tawny Danza? Yeah, Tawny Danza. <laughs> she always plays... You know what? Tawny Katan always plays Tony Danza in other parts. <laughs> in that White Snake video, she was channeling her inner Tony Danza. <laughs> she was channel- channeling inner me or something, man, because I'll tell you. My she was, she's passable as an actress. She she did okay. Yeah, she's, she's a very relatable too, character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's hot, and, and you you root for her. She's she's a good character, and again, that's it. That's what that's what carries the movie, and it probably carried the movie at that age for me. You know what I mean? The first time I saw that, oh, look at this girl, and I mean, what and she's she a good girl. Do? She looks like she just walks around in a robe the whole movie. <laughs> she does do a lot of robing. You're right. <laughs> Hosting parties and robing, like that's. It. Does she have a job? <laughs> is she a student? What does she do? She's a law student with Brandon. Yes, they're yes, exactly. They That's why he makes up that complete, like, ridiculous term, progressive entrapment. He tries to pass that <laughs> off as a ghost term, but that's clearly something he learned in his law book. Right? It does sound like a law, um, a law term, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, progressive entrapment. So I, mean, I, am, I am suing you, David, on the grounds of progressive entrapment. <laughs> so she You're doesn't, right. she skipped more than one class. Like, he's like, we'll see you in class on Friday. They're law students. Shouldn't this be like a full time thing? She, we never oh, see her weird. once in school. She never I thought goes maybe... to school. Jim was a doctor who now works construction. <laughs> hmm. 
Maybe I thought he was a professor. That's what I thought, and she was the student. But I guess that doesn't make sense. That's yeah. also that, what is that a triplex or uh, like a a triplex? How many uh, apartments are in that big house? I know. I like it though. I don't know. Maybe it's a. I don't know. Maybe it's a duplex. There's a, there's a top. I think there's, there's more than two apartments. So I think there's like at least four. It's like a big mansion that they turned into. A quadplex. Like an <laughs> I know, isn't it cool though? At the beginning, when you first see and you see the smoke around and shit, yeah. it, he Kevin Kenny does the same thing with Night of the Demons. He sets things up, you know. He, he does a good a good deal with, with some of these shots and makes it look like okay, almost like classic horror sometimes. Well, he, see, he does that well. You know, you're right, uh, and because I was a fan of his, and I would I'd actually seek out movies that he directed as well. But I'm a huge Night of the Demons fan, and that suffers from amateurish acting as well. But that one, for whatever reason has a, a, a swifter pace and it's just a heck of a lot more fun. I'm not I saying there's the no fun here. in Pinocchio's revenge to be a little wooden. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What about pin? What about pin? A little plastic pin? Plastic <laughs> yeah. nightmare? Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen that movie? By the way, no. Have we ever reviewed Pin? <laughs> I forgot we reviewed Pin. I was genuine, ge- genuinely asking and nobody responded to me. Because uh, it was an asinine question. Wow. I didn't remember reviewing it. It was for the ADH show. Well, I remembered eventually, but nobody ever answered me. You guys well, just went right on. It Sorry. was preposterous. I thought it was a joke. Preposterous. I thought it was no. a joke. Well, I no, don't know. Be- Why would you not remember? We talk about PIN more than any podcast ever, and then we reviewed it. I, I just thought you were just trying to be funny. Oh, have we ever reviewed PIN? I don't no, know. I, don't, I, did not, I still don't remember reviewing PIN. I oh, remember the ADH show. Okay, we're doing. We're gonna review Pin next show. We're gonna do one more time just so you can remember it. Wait, wait, wait! For the viewers out there, I'm gonna turn into Pin. <laughs> there. Back. Do I make I'm you back. talk? Now I better. I, I, uh, there's some special effects will be added there. Awesome! Wow, do Pin. <laughs> Fucking a. Nice. Put a pin in it. Wow! Look at oh. this production value. Put a pin. Oh, in I'm it. scared. <laughs> you think that's what the director said when they were making that movie? Like, there's something missing. Put a pin in it. <laughs> you have classic, you ever I'm said that? <laughs> have you ever said that in your life to somebody with that meaning? And put, I, a I put a pin in it doesn't mean I didn't ever know it meant shut up, did it? Put a pin in yeah. it. Yeah, I always said like, like, like we're just gonna put a little pin in it there. Just yeah, like to a remember, balloon, right? Well, just to remember. Oh, is no? that what I thought it was? Like, I thought the insinuation is put a pin in it, like you're ending it. In other words, yeah. It's a I mean, no, I think you guys are right. Yeah, it always meant to, like, stop talking, like, bring it to an end, but I like the fact that it's like, you know, let's remember that. Like, oh, we got a wedding coming up. Put a pin in it. Hmm. Oh, no, that doesn't work. I think it, I picture a balloon blowing let's up. Let's talk about like, it later. Yeah. yeah. Let's, well, yeah. freeze it for now, and we'll, we'll go back. Let's talk about it later. Let's put well, a picture did, you notice, did you notice what Zarabeth said? Did you notice she said top notch? She said top notch? How did she I said, miss top that, notch too? job, Jim. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I missed, I, now that you've, you've, you've said it, I remember now, but yeah, it didn't register for whatever reason. Damn. We got we to gotta get that on the soundboard. Top-notch job, Jim. <laughs> she was she was an interesting character, too, because I liked the way that they played with her being a character and that she had yeah. like another voice and whatever and, and, had that, uh, and had that good joke in the car about, I see you like or i can't remember right. her, but anyway like there was she was good for a secondary She's memorable but why yeah. the heck did david go after her right away or uh or whatever uh senior go after her right away Malfated. just to kill because he talked kill? through her i guess that's my guess i don't know oh i know why because she was trying to put a stop to it you know she what was, i mean yeah she knew it was malfader 
Right. She knew. She felt the presence. And, and she was looking it up, and he was a picture of him was in the book. She was doing the research on because she told right. she told Brandon she would contact him later after she did her like research. Yep. So wait, so, awesome. so isn't his end game to get reborn or or to come back through her, Tani's character, Linda or whatever? Isn't that his end game? To possess, if he could, yeah. Possess. So, the so thing what, is, why does he need that if he's been able to kill all these people off one by one as a spirit? It's still yeah, get to do what he wants to do. I don't know why he just didn't do the rebirth. Well, this is he's not a baby. But he could have been reborn and grown up and become evil Malfader again. Yeah, but he doesn't want to be there. He's, but, he's, but reborn he's, with a beard, just like Jason with a hockey mask and everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's like full bearded, like a full grown man. <laughs> or like or like baby Freddy in, in fucking Nightmare 5. Yeah. <laughs> running away when they show him. Did you notice after the, uh, the whole seance thing, did you notice that uh, Brandon is the one massaging Linda? Brandon, absolutely. And even in the beginning, the first scene when they're having the party, you would yeah. think that Brandon is her because he has his arm like this on her shoulder. Yeah. Like, well, that's why I think Jim's drinking and a little pissed off and and distant because it. although they were best friends, it was his ex-girlfriend, Brandon's ex-girlfriend. So I think there is this that that creates that sexual tension as well. So good yeah, little, I mean, good little uh, uh, additions to the characters there. I'll I'll. I'll I'll give him that. It's pretty sure. ballsy that for him to come into this guy's house knowing that this guy used to be his best friend. And that this, that, yeah, you know, but he's pissed off because he thought he stole him away. So he's like, fuck that. I'm gonna, I'll try to you know, do these little small little, maybe not, maybe not so subtle, but ways to try to get her back. Well, I'll tell you, Jim is kind of a good sport, I, I, I think. You know what I mean? He just doesn't really sweat it all that much. He's secure in their relationship. He's cool. I mean, but then again, he, he comes off like he doesn't care as well but that's a whole other part of the story you know this guy dealing with his emotions and everything else but it's still you have that stuff wrapped up in a cheesy 80s movie you know what i mean that's what i like about it that you have that there's some good kills yeah there is good kills the score is good the presentation the atmosphere it has there's something about it here but the kills yeah the thing i wish it was uh, honestly though i wish we would have got to see more of the kills you know because they weren't cut away but they weren't as zarabeth is great Zarabeth sure. is great. I like that the after effect of that is that she had a slit throat, even though you don't see it. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the fact that, you know, Malfader is messing around and making it look like there's crimes going on. Same thing with uh, Lloyd's death at the construction site with the uh, with the rope being cut. Yeah, yeah. That's a shocking kill. That's that's probably Definitely. a jump scare the first time you see it, you know, with yeah. that shit falling. But, uh, sure but the way he throw and the way he throws the, uh, the hammer to uh, to Jim. Here, use mine. He chucks oh, it right yeah. in his head. That was, that was for the preview. I'm pretty sure that that made it into the trailer. You know what that I reminds should. me of, right? It's definitely like in Friday 1 with the fucking, you know what I mean? The arrow yeah. and the yeah. girl yeah. carrying the thing. Yeah, definitely like that. Here, That's good stuff. Mind. The guy's fucking yep. Houdini throwing it there. It's... Which I like. The secondary characters are probably better than the main characters because the, the cop detective talking about the yeah. fascination with like uh, magicians and everything and then uh, and say like, I really I just want to know how they did it. I thought he was yes. the he was the like worst. a bumbling. I thought he was the worst. He was a bumbling idiot juggling oranges while people are in the hospital. It's like it was goofy. Ah, well, you're watching nah. like, the whole movie's goofy. It's got the the whole scene that kind of like sums it up for me. Goofy wise is when he's talking through Tony's uh, character. She's wearing the fedora, holding the thing with the trench coat, and is like talking out loud. I'm like, this doesn't work. Oh, I love it. I love the way that voice sounds. Oh, That's like a I find it so cheesy. 
I, I don't love so or hate cheesy. it. I'm indifferent to it. It doesn't bother me. But it, I, I think don't... it's great. I've never seen a movie that does that. Usually, no. it's one or the other. This oh. is kind of a Sorority House Massacre Two, Nighty Nightmare. What's that? Sorority House Massacre Two, Nighty Nightmare, and it's even cheesier <laughs> than that one. <laughs> the voice sounds that way. It's it's half her voice and half an evil voice. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. See, that's on you. That's what I'm trying to say. Usually, when you see a possession movie, look, and someone. They talk differently. They just sound like a demon. This one is half Tawny. It's like it's like they took Tawny's voice and they add something else to it. You know what I mean? Production-wise. And I don't know. I've always liked it because I can't think of another movie where it's like that. Kind of like the way I love the voices in Creepshow. The way they, um, you know, the way they talk. Uh, the, Father's Day, the way he comes back and he has that yeah. voice. And, and, and the ones, um, if you can hold your breath. I don't know. Just I've always been attracted to <laughs> To the way that voice sounds from Tawny Kitty. And maybe I'm just attracted to the way she looks in, the, in that scene. Her hair is just the way long. She, the way she looks, but with a man voice. With Leslie Nielsen's <laughs> voice and Tawny Kitty's body, that's that's it. You can hold your breath a long time. <laughs> did you notice, did you're you gonna notice in to, the honey. cemetery? <laughs> did you notice in the cemetery that tombstone looked exactly like a penis? No. Oh my God! Why are you guys missing all this gold? I mean, it was literally a penis. Oh, it even you know, had the little slit on top for the pee you know, hole. Are you kidding me? I this swear is a to joke. God, this is really? not a joke. This I'll is have not to bring that joke. visual. You, you got to give us visuals. Like the only visual I give you, and I'll throw it into the, uh, the into the show too, is that goddamn suit at the end of the movie, which they can't they can't head fake you thinking the guy died. You know, you know, one second into that, when everybody's like in the pews there crying, you could you see the wedding paraphernalia like right away. So you know they're getting married. Oh, and not me. See, I always liked that transition. I didn't know the first time. I mean, maybe now. I guess if, knowing with that knowledge, now that I'd be looking for it, that I fucking see that. suit the guy's wearing. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. The suit's ridiculous, but <laughs> the fact that he survived, you know, uh, you know, an eight-story fall to the ground. Is even more ridiculous. But oh, I love the fall too, the way it's shot with him. Oh, I, I love that. Why did Why did the spirits have to be lousy spellers? I don't know. I think that I think to that make the actual... movie better, <laughs> to make the the movie more suspenseful. Her. Yeah. I don't know. Her here. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it does her, work though. Her, her. Ah! I think that's true. I think that's the mythology though. I think that people say that the, the spirits are lousy spellers. The people that are into stuff like that. I, I could be wrong. Best bit of acting in this film at the docks, Jim, when he gets up after being knocked out. That woozy acting, like he was all disoriented, was absolutely fantastic. I'm not even joking. It was great. I was like, holy shit, he looks like he's really woozy. Nice. I it. I was on board. He looks like that was nice. my favorite part of the movie. Wow. Very cool. It's an emotional kill, too. There are a few emotional kills in the movie. There's, I don't know. There's things going on here. But I to talk Brand, about comedy. How did Brandon grab him, though, like an hour later after he'd been killed? <laughs> he uh, reaches up and grabs him. I don't know. We see that stuff all the time. Twitch of the death nerve. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's the meaning. Twitch of the death nerve. It's a trope in horror. <laughs> you know? I noticed something for the first time. You can see a shadow going over the hammer. Um, it, that's on top of the uh, the building right before the first guy dies, and I've never noticed that all the times I've seen this. So they're basically showing uh, the shadow of a some type of presence that that's gonna you know mess with that hammer and cut the wire or, or the rope, whatever it was doing. Never noticed that before. Maybe yeah. it was a gl- maybe it was a camera error. Maybe it was. It could have been. Uh, it could have been. It could have been something that wasn't meant. But if not, you could take it either way. I never noticed that before. Do, do spirits cast a shadow? <laughs> well, Mel Fedor does, I guess. I don't know. Well, 
I also <laughs> want to know like why they got married at the end. Like, no, the more realistic ending would be like, get the fuck away from me, bitch. You just tried to kill me. You, you're half possessed. I'd be freaked out. I'd never want to see this woman again. Yeah, but I he saw that her. He loved her. Oh, he, yeah, he finally came to... Possessed. Yeah, he, that's the whole character arc here. He, he's incapable of showing emotion. He didn't even say, I love you at the beginning. And at the end, he finally realizes that he loves her and she's the most important thing and he wants to be with her and have kids yeah, with her. Because he looks so disappointed when he finds out she's not pregnant. The look on his face when he finds out she's not pregnant is like heartbreaking. Right. See, so he does care. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This, this movie is about relationships. It really is. And it's, it is. You know, you care for it or you don't. But I mean, I like that. And I like the fact that it also doesn't work. He says, I love you. And it looks like it's going to let up. And it's not going to be that easy, James. I like that. How many movies have you seen when they say I love you? And you know what I mean? Isn't that the end of Nightmare 2? You know what happens, you know? And it, yeah, but, all, but also the shoot the shooting of the Ouija board is sort of just oh. like a lame, it's sort of a, is really a weak, lame ending to, to close the portal. It doesn't really make much sense. Like, especially given the fact that Brandon's an expert and like, he, like you would have, wouldn't you have tried that first? Well, you would have tried to destroy the board out of the gate instead of just trying to throw it in the garbage or something like that. But oh, well, I mean, it's at this point, who's nitpicking? You guys seem to like it a lot more. But yeah, that was pretty shoddy optical effects as well. What about those swooping shots? The, the POV of the, you know, you get freaking ghost POV or whatever you want to call it. I like that. Well, yeah, it, it's cool. But again, he did it. He did it in Night of Demons like two years later. And he also, and I just look at it as Evil Dead. I always think of it exactly. as Evil Dead. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Especially with Zarabet's kill, like charging in and chucking her out the window. That's true. Evil dead in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> right? Something else I like, the good old days. The good old days where you can watch a movie and they, and they show you that it's a dream. They don't try to play you like nowadays when you see a scene in a movie and then there's a jump scare and then like, oh, they wake up in bed. In, in these days, in the 80s, when somebody was having a dream and in this movie they show it, she's in bed and then you see that she's dreaming. And then, you, so you know something's going to happen, but at least you know. Just like in Hellraiser, they do the same thing. You know that that Kirsty is dreaming in that scene. I like that. That's like a lost art. Yeah, Nowadays, it's all a dream. She used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but true, though. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I, thought sure, was... I, don't, I don't like the attitude on the response to that joke. Who? See? Yeah, yeah he, got, he got very very annoyed that about a, uh, a biggie uh, joke in the you show. Know. What are you going to do? He's a Tupac I didn't even guy. get it. Sorry, I'm a Tupac fan. <laughs> what do you want from me? That's all he could say, you know? So, anyway, yeah, the dream thing I think was cool, and I, I miss it in horror movies. So, and how about when that knife flies off that thing? That's a jump scare. All of a sudden, sh- <laughs> and then the blood from the thing. <laughs> that stuff's great, man. Uh, the ketchup? Yeah, yeah, the ketchup. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I dig it. I dig it. It's, uh, whatever. I enjoy the movie. I've always enjoyed the movie. So, uh, again, this time, I'm not, it's... I'm not as high on it this time because I have to be true to it, and it did come down for me. So, but I still have this passion for it. It's still, uh, it's a comfort movie. It's just one of those movies, you know. I can, I can watch it any time. That's a good know? description of it. I don't hate this movie by any means. It's all right. It's enjoyable. I will pop it on every now and then. It's not like a comfort movie like I find Friday the Thirteenth, you know, the series at all, where I I'll, I'll pop on like you know a good chunk of them and and, and play them a couple times a year. This one's just okay. Like, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. Even the, like I said, even the the amateur acting's all right. It's passable. Everything's just kind of passable in this. 
That's fair. How about the slice in his face? When freaking, what's the name? When Brandon gets killed and he picks him up, uh, good makeup effects. So the aftermath there was good. Yeah, that's you know? good effects. Zarbeth's kill good. is good. Yeah. Uh, Lloyd's kill is good. Yeah. Everything's pretty good except for th- that ending. It, it's, you know, it's a slightly okay above average that. movie for me. Oh, that's it? I'm going to say one more thing about it, though. <laughs> the cans. <laughs> Why do they what put the cans... Why did they put all those, and where did he get all those empty cans in such a short time? For I the thought freaking... the ghost did that, like in Ghostbusters with the library books. Well, the ghost did knock them down. But but yeah. what are their purpose? Just so we can show them me not being knocked out. <laughs> it's just funny to me that all of a sudden, like, oh, well, I, I, I asked Jim to get a couple of things together. And so in a matter of a couple hours, he was able to have fucking 80 empty cans. <laughs> like, well, where did he get the empty cans from? And from the why? party. From the party. Oh, Thank you. See, anytime I try to say anything about right the movie, <laughs> ten out of ten. Ten well, out of ten. It, it justifies my rating. How about that? I, even the things that I want to poke fun at, most of them are explained. There you go. Wow. The reason for them, I think, is just for shock. Oh, let's throw, let's show cans falling. Yeah. Or something, sure. You know. Well, yeah, that, that's but, a perfect explanation for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to be the highest, but I'm not as high as I once were, once was. But for me, I still have to give it that that distinction of an eight out of ten. Whoa. Yeah, I'm 6.5. I'm 6.5 as well. Yeah, okay. Didn't he sound like he liked This is what Jason Smith is talking about. I do like it, but okay. a 6.5 is a good score. It's okay. not, I can't go any higher than but, that. It's, but I think the way you describe it, I thought you were in 7 range for sure. No, I think at I least that was true to a 6.5 kind of description of the movie. See, you <laughs> sounded like you were more 5.5. Okay. I, I don't <laughs> okay. rate anything in 5. I really I'm glad don't. he wasn't. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, this movie was on the list because I put it there. This is a movie I've always wanted to talk about. Now, now oh. Jason's going to be in our heads every time we give our ratings. We're like, fuck! Just a fucking right rating. rating. Who cares? What I explained my ratings. It's so funny that he said that because I recorded Wadzi a couple of days ago. And we talked about all about ratings and what they mean. And but I no went one to like a to that show. <laughs> oh. Now, now I can give him a reason. How's it? <laughs> Another reason to, to listen. Hear all about the ratings, what they mean, and why they're there, and. An eight is great. That, that, that's what I remember. And I still consider it great. Maybe some of it's nostalgia, but it's it's one of those comfort movies for me. It, it needed, it, this it. film needed a few more characters to have a few more kills and a Maybe. better and a better wrap up in that third act. And I, I guess so. That, and I think then it would have been, you know, a seven and a half type film. Well, I tell you this. I don't think there's any other Ouija movie that's better about a Ouija board. I really do not. And don't say The Exorcist because that's so that's such a small thing. I do like that they do that though. That same thing that happens to her in The Exorcist. You can't use them alone. Like that's what I like about this movie. The, the Ouija itself has all this mythology to it, and they stay true to it. Yeah, know? that's true. That's I like yeah. mythology. I'm a sucker for that with those '80s movies, especially when they talk about the the, the history of it. And I'm I don't know. I've always been. That's why yeah, I like. Oct- that made perfect sense. And I mean, I think everyone kind of knows that. Who knows a little bit about. Ouija boards is that you can't use them alone. It makes you more susceptible and more open. They keep talking throughout the whole movie about how Linda, oh, she's so open. She's so open. Oh, yeah. I was like, Jesus. I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, Dad, I'm going to I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the room. I have a massive erection right now. <laughs> <laughs> she was fine as wine. That's all I can one of those rubber gloves to just help me out with this thing. She, I was upset <laughs> when she got all scraped up in the shower, though. That bothered me. Yeah, and yeah, she, she, yeah. yeah, she smashed her way out good, though. Yeah, she got all chopped up. I think she lost a nipple. Oh, stop. Ah, good old Tawny. Tawny Katan. Look at you looking all sexy like Tawny Katan on that car. <laughs> She's awesome. 
Well, I, was. I remember being higher when I was younger on this movie. I remember really looking forward to checking out Witch Trap because, yeah, for whatever reason, because of Witch being in the name, same director, you kind of figure there's a connection somehow. And I remember being very disappointed with that film, but I have not seen it since. I think it's on YouTube now. I might have to watch it just, just for the hell of it and mention it next show because I never have watched it. You know what I mean? Maybe that, maybe You I'll should watch it. I don't know if you should mention it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Put well, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, put a pin in it. That's which board. Put a plastic nightmare in it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're going to do a couple questions, and then we're going to do another movie. So we'll get right on that. I know that nobody's talked about it. Nobody has said anything on the group page or on the on, on the on the patron page. Speaking of the patron page, there's something that I, I was going to bring up. I'll do. I'll, I'll, they have been saying basically bullshit all you want because we talked about something, and it, it seems to. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but. I guess on the last show we were talking about, um, you know, how much bullshitting we were doing as far as, you know, just saying whatever we're talking about and just kind of going on. And uh, they started saying things about it. You know, like Christine says, bullshit the whole show if you want, and I'll still support you. <laughs> you know awesome. what I mean? Yeah. And then Adolfo comes in and says, I'm with Christine. You guys go off and rant about whatever as long as you like. I always have a good time hearing you guys shoot the shit. So that's great. And then George comes in and says, absolutely agree with my fellow patrons. You guys bullshit all you want. The bullshitting is a perfect way to get things going. Your skills as podcasters and entertainers are unmatched, in my very humble opinion. Yeah, you know, we like that. Unmatched. Unmatched. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, and then Christine also, when she couldn't get access to show, and I don't know what was going Everybody on. Everybody had there. a problem. So a lot of people had issues. Okay, well, if you have a problem, let me know, because especially with the video one, it's a link. So I can send you guys a link. I can send a link in mass email to to the people that are being affected, uh, affected by it. But the uh, infected <laughs> link. This is like another outbreak of Corona. <laughs> if you've been infected by our show, secure Patrona. <laughs> Patrona. <laughs> but I can Patron, send a link Patrona to that. nineteen. And and again, if the if the audio only version is still not showing up on the feed, I don't know. It shows up for me. Other people said it showed up for them. This, the the solution seems to be to log out of Patreon and then log back in if you're still actually am not I wrong? Even. Not no, even. No, it, it's it's worse. They have to basically act as if they're leaving, delete their pledge, and then sign back up. Oh, let's not be hasty. No, no, do whatever you need to do <laughs> to do it, and then if that's what works, it works. Is there, so there's more than just them. There's um, the I, I think there's like three or four. I don't know. As soon as we I, can start going bigger on this thing. It, it's I gotta so be honest. I figured out the solution. It you they they want you to up your pledge, and then you'll get everything. <laughs> well, that's what John Rhodes did. <laughs> I, didn't work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, that that seems to work. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's it. no. All, all joking aside, it, it shouldn't matter. But for whatever reason, when this happened, we were having issues. So do not up your pledge because of that. It, it it's no. not that is not an issue. But that might have to be what you have to do. You have to unsubscribe <laughs> and then resubscribe. Same amount. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't fall for Brandon's ploy to give us all more money. Don't fall for his <laughs> two tactics. We don't mind. We'll take it. We'll take it, man. We love it. Uh, Things are going good. So let's get to these questions because I'm. Uh, this is yes. going to be an extension, I think, of the discussion we were getting into last week. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that one first. Not only that, that's a okay. question I feel like we've answered a hundred times, but maybe we haven't. Don't you feel like we've done this question a bunch? We have talked about it in various forms. Yeah, that's probably what it is. We always talk about, it, but I don't know if we've ever officially done. It. Well, we did year of the franchise. So at the end, we talked about the franchises that were, I think, our, yeah. our standouts. And I, I, I don't remember if, if there was an issue with we only talked about 
we only logged the ones that we covered or if it was all of them? That's what we did. No, here's what we did because we covered 15 franchises that year in the year of the franchise. So at the very end of it, we said, let's rank the 15 franchises that we covered. The reason I know is because I just listened to it because it was helping me with this question. I was like, well, let me see here. How did I feel here? What's going on? Then I did it again on the skeleton crew, but I, but I just said five. So like, okay, let me use that for research and let's see if anything's changed and let me just try to you know weigh it all in. So Did we do the pin franchise? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe that's what we should make. Pin, pin two. two. <laughs> On the move. <laughs> pin two. Put a pin. And we'll just steal the Mannequin 2 movie prop plot. <laughs> pin. We should do it. Pin Wait, two. What, what? Pin two. <laughs> oh, pin. And then pin three. Put a pin in it. I think that would work better. Because that'd be the last one. It's a trilogy. <laughs> There it is. I did. I stole Brandon's joke. I don't know. I don't know. If oh, no, my, not, my, I, I leaned back and my earphones came out, uh, like oh, the, the plug. What? I fell down the stairs and my shoes, <laughs> my fell, shoes off, fell off. You know? No, I, I came. I leaned back and I pulled the the damn cord out. All joking aside, the next movie we were gonna cover, even though it was you know a, a flop box office wise, deserved to be a trilogy. Oh, oh a, a trilogy? Yeah, we'll, we'll, a trilogy. We'll a get prequel movie That's... and a follow up. Okay, I guess that's also yeah. And now that we've watched it fresh, I said this way back when. Do you believe? Do you agree? Is Hellraiser in space? Dude, it's fucking mm-hmm. Hellraiser. I, it's it's I Hellraiser that, in space. You know, that Jason sent us. I mean, we'll talk about it more, but that Jason sent us, and they talked about the connections with Amityville and The Shining, and of course that's there. But this is this is the better Hellraiser in space movie. Yeah, and I've always said that. I like because sure. she even says I've such sights. Oh, we'll get into it after. Yeah. She does say that. <laughs> yes, I have such th- I have such things to show you. Yeah. Such beautiful yeah. things to show you, or whatever. Such right. nightmares yeah, we'll to show you. We'll get to that next. But right now, uh, John Rhodes had a couple of questions. One of them was just rank your top ten horror franchises. What do you got? That's what we got. Do we I want guess- to do ten through five or ten through six? <laughs> Ten through six. <laughs> Ten through six. All right, this was hard, and I'm just gonna give. This is not cheating. I'm just giving an honorable mention because I excluded certain uh, certain things that some people count as franchises. I excluded stuff like Conjuring, stuff like that. I ex- excluded the Romero Dead films, but uh, I want to give a shout out to the Lecter franchise uh-huh. because because sure. I'm not I'm not counting it as a franchise, but between Manhunter, Silence, Hannibal, and Red Dragon plus the show, I love it. I never saw Hannibal Rising, but my 10 through oh, 6. Oh, really? I never saw Hannibal Rising, though. No. 10 like... through 6 for me. Number 10, Paranormal Activity. Number 9, Nightmare on Elm Street. Number 8, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number 7, Final Destination. Number 6, Insidious. Wow, oh. that's a surprise. Insidious yeah. is a bit of a surprise for me. I love oh. all four of them. I really do. Nice. No, that, I haven't seen the fourth one yet. But anyway, we're maybe that we'll cover that one day. So we'll we'll save our thoughts tomorrow. Let's do it. <laughs> if somebody picks it, it's on, it's on the list there. You know what I mean? So. Well, and I'll preface mine with I didn't leave out the Romero films. However, it depends on how you look at them because ultimately I looked at it like uh, night, dawn, and day. And I guess if you want to throw land in, I think you can with that as well. And I think that is a fair assessment. Um, if you and, bru- and bruiser. And bru- of course, Bruiser is part of that. Bruiser. <laughs> yeah, okay. So my ten to my ten to six are paranormal. Uh, number ten, Paranormal Activity. Number oh. nine, Final Destination. Number eight, Saw. Number seven, oh. Nightmare on Elm Street. And number six, Psycho. Very Psycho? cool. Psycho. Psycho. Oh, Psycho. Yeah. 
Dago. Very cool. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to hear uh, Paranormal Activity show up on both ears. That, that's awesome. Man. One of the strongest franchises. One of the strongest horror franchises. It's consistent. It it's con- I, yes. mean, I, don't, I don't know if it I have is. a 10, but I've got a consistent nope. good ratings throughout. Exactly. Even the weaker entries still are, are well above average. Yeah, part well four, which is the weakest entry to me, is like like a part five in Saw and the Saw franchise. It's still watchable and, and entertaining oh, well, yeah. to an extent, but it might not drive the story forward as much. Nice. You know what the thing about my list is that I'm a little. It's a little different, but it, it's a little the same. But there's going to be some obvious inclusions. It's, like a, this, it's different in that it has no franchises. On it. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it, okay. Here, here's my here's my ten through, and I did include Romero because number ten, Final Destination. Number nine, Evil Dead. There you go, Mr. Rhodes. <laughs> uh, number eight, Romero's Dead. Now, I have to include it because there are six, and I'm including six because it, it's yeah. only fair, I'll but it's six. probably Seven one, of, Camp Bruiser. It's one of two <laughs> franchises. <laughs> it's one of only two franchises that, in my opinion, I give three 10 out of 10s. Yeah, the first for sure. Three yeah. are there. Well, that's so, the I only mean, reason why I brought that up, that I don't count, because I, I, I could have added it, and it probably would have been close to number one because of the fact that those first three films are all nine and a half tens. You know, they're just that good. But I'm okay with the next two. Land, you know, it, it's, it's like a six, six and a half for me. And so is um, Diary. And yeah, I, 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 have don't, I don't hate those survival either. Beginning I, don't, to end. I don't remember survival, but Land and Diary I had no issues with. I didn't hate them like some other people do. No, I don't hate them. They're just kind of there. They're just exactly. kind of like... Uh, I don't know, like Halloween four for me or something like that. Yeah. I don't hate them, but I if the thing that 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 the the difference is people that people don't praise those movies, so I don't have to say anything about it. But when people praise Halloween four, I'm like, well, wait a minute. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. So that that was my number eight. Oh, number against, seven. Shot against Christian tonight. Anyway. Not a lot of people, not just you. <laughs> <laughs> number seven is uh, Sleepaway Camp, and number six, Paranormal Activity. So there you have it. Nice man. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff so far. All right, B. All right. Five, two, one. One, Baby. two, five. Nice. <laughs> All right. Number five, Halloween. Number four, Friday the 13th. Number three, Sleepaway Camp. Wow. Number two, Psycho. And number one, Saw. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Very All cool. Right. Saw at one. Woo. Yes. I mean, it's consistently, year in, year out, when a Saw film drops, I get more excited about a Saw film coming out than any other franchise film. That's fair. Love it. No, that, that, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you love it. And we may be covering it eventually. Uh, we just had a discussion before the show came on concerning that. So maybe down the road that will be covered. So I'll, we'll have, to, I'll have to see Saw. And see Saw. <laughs> there we go again. There we go. Number five, Halloween. Number four, Evil Dead. Number three, Romero. <laughs> well, just you know what I mean. That's why it's not a franchise because you have to say number Romero. three, Romero. <laughs> number two, I love Romero part two. <laughs> number two, Friday the 13th, and number one, Texas Chainsaw. This fucking guy, number wow. one, Texas Chainsaw. Get out of here, Texas Chainsaw. It. Because I, no matter how we did the math, when I was calculating it, you're like, take the first, take the your six, your eight highest rated yeah, Friday. Yeah. That's not fair. So then, and if I took all the, if I took the whole series, it was low. The average was lower. And if I yeah. took just the first eight of Friday the Thirteenth, just the first eight, the average was still lower than all eight Texas Chainsaw. That's crazy. 
Because you guys don't stop talking about Friday the 13th well, it's true. every episode. I love Jason, I, but I what I've realized is I fucking love Leatherface, too. Smith? Smith? Lloyd? Or Voorhees? <laughs> oh, none of them. <laughs> none of them. <laughs> Just Smith, If I have a choice, choice Smith. <laughs> Do I have fuck, kill, Mary? What? <laughs> yeah, fuck, kill, Mary. Yeah. Three Jasons. Yeah. Oh, wait till oh, I have to answer sleep. that question to cut to the chase. Yeah, we have to correct that, too. Uh, the Episode 100. Another list controversy. We thought the Jay Murph list controversy was the big thing, but we corrected that during the show. It turns out we mentioned Jason Lloyd submitting a list. It wasn't Jason Lloyd's list. It was Jason Smith's. I don't know why. Fucking Jason's. I know. Jay, Jason. What the fuck happened to us? But it was Jason Jason Smith. Smith. So thank you, Jason Smith. Well, I don't know the craziest thing. As you guys were talking about Jay, I just got a notification on my phone right now. And it says, Jay McCabe has just edited their pledge. So, Upper right lower. as we're talking about Jay. <laughs> from $3 to zero. No, he, 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 <laughs> from one was, to three, actually. One, which, two, three. <laughs> three, two, one. I'll marry that, board. Jay. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Jay. Welcome aboard. You can finally yes. listen to the show. Yeah, well. <laughs> Thank you. But it's weird that you guys are talking about Jays and Jasons, and then a J popped up in the middle of all that. I'm like, what? Ah, that's crazy. What if he doesn't so, get access? What if he's like, he just doesn't? Because I'll finally get access to that episode, and then it's not there, like everybody else was saying. These fucking crooks. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a Daisy off. I am not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. My top five. Sorry. Here we go. Now, hey, we're good. Number five. Juwan, the uh, the Asian series, love them. Yeah, <laughs> Ju off. No. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ju've been off this whole episode. <laughs> nice. So yes, the Juwan franchise, I love it. If you want to throw the American Grudge movies in there too, it's not really going to hurt it. There's more, a couple more hits than misses, so that's fine. But I, I love the Juwan series. Hopefully, we can cover that someday. That's always been something I wanted to do. Number four. Psycho, number three, Saw, number two, Halloween, number one, Friday the 13th. The only yes. true Friday. There's the fanboy. There's the fanboy right there. <laughs> Take that, JP. Yeah. I'm just being real in the feel. I get it. But, <laughs> but let me get right down to this. Yeah. There's no way you have a connectivity to the, the Texas Chainsaw franchise the way you do Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th fanboyism, it's almost like, the way I feel, it's like being in on an exclusive club. It's something we grew up with. It's something we're passionate about. It, it's true. I, I can't, no, I can't it's what it. scared me as a kid that got me into movies, but that's the nostalgia play. But I, from an actual cinematic standpoint, I just watched all the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. And Return to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the fourth one, is the, the most abysmal one. That Great one... Strength. Or the next does generation. Anyone, does anyone call it Return to Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> Only the two fucking assholes. Uh, it's such a highfalutin. Yeah, 50-50. The first half of the movie actually shows a little bit. A little bit of promise. You're like, okay. And then they just shit the bed. The second half. Like 100%. And then other people that shit on Texas Chainsaw 3D, which I kind of did upon initial release. Funny enough, I, I like it now. It's it, it holds up. There's just that... 
do your thing, cuz. That that part, I could do without. That one line, I could do without. Do but the your movie, thing, cuz. But the movie Why, itself. Why, remind you of a bad memory when you <laughs> fucked your cousin? Do your thing, cuz. Stop your yeah, thing, your male cousin. cousin. Yeah, your male cousin. Please stop, cuz. <laughs> Fuck me in the rumper, cuz. Uh, <laughs> other than that line, the movie's all right. And funny enough, you're talking about things that just popped up. There's something that popped up on my newsfeed too. Gary Boing. Miller, Christian Lucien Avery, watch Texas Chainsaw 3D after what you said on the last show. I guess I did talk about it on, on 101 as well. For whatever reason, when I watched it back when it came out in 2013, I thought it was complete garbage. But when I rewatched it a few nights ago, I found it very enjoyable. Maybe I was holding it up against the first two Texas Chainsaw Massacre films. Texas 1 and 2 are probably my favorite, two favorite horror movies of all time. I had a wow. friend of mine also rewatch as he listens to the podcast as well, Chris, a.k.a. Scott, now enjoys <laughs> Texas Chainsaw 3D as well. The all-important Dave Z second watch is what they said. Got it. It does, make, it does make a difference. But the thing is this. I, <laughs> I, I like it. I like Texas Chainsaw 3D. Here's the problem. I, and I'll give it props for this. It is the only true Leatherface movie. There's no family. He's the central character. That's what's good about it. It's, it's a Leatherface. He's running rampant. He's doing his things. He is the focus for once. The only time in this whole franchise, Leatherface is the focus <laughs> is that movie. So I well, like that. The timeline thing just, just oh, really... Well. It's worse than Halloween. You're talking about sense. Halloween going one and two, four, and everything like this. Not this that. is like this goes one and two, and then one and three, and one and four. I don't and mean it that way. I don't mean it that way. I okay. mean it picks up at the end of '74, right when the first one ends. Then it's supposed to be 20 years later, so it should be taking place like let's say for example '94, right? But this girl has a cell phone, and it's actually in the 2000s. It doesn't make sense. Like from that standpoint, it's it's twenty years later, I believe. So it should be ninety four life. Yet it's two thousand thirteen life. That's what doesn't make it. It's not. I no wish we need to do this franchise. Well, this is the golden ticket franchise. Then it's a top tier. That's a, that's the only way we'll do it. It's it's a golden ticket. I always enjoyed the, obviously the first three and Leatherface. I haven't seen Next Generation or remake or three D in a long time. Is that in all? the beginning? And the beginning. And the, be the beginning, the beginning. Oh, yeah. the beginning is the one that blew me away. Like, I mean, I remember enjoying that in the theater, but I really dug it. The, the only downfall of that one is knowing you know. that it, it's being set up for, so you, you know, kind of like the outcome of the characters because of where they have to go. I yeah. almost wish it came out first. Yeah. Did you have to beat up your pop filter? I did. I just <laughs> fucking into it, man. Because well, he misses his sock, so he wants to abuse the, the pop. The cinematography in these movies, cinnamon and cinematography, <laughs> is exquisite. In all of them, almost. Exquisite? Not in four, four. Man, that cinematography is exquisite. Exquisite. <laughs> what do you say? He's JP? Is that what you call them? No. No, I call them Snoop Dogg. Oh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Cinematography is exquisite, man. That's something JP would do, too. Exquisite. <laughs> That's great. Every time I hear the word exquisite, I think of Dot and the Bunny. Did you ever see Dot and the Bunny? No. Okay. And Dot, it's the follow up to Dot and the Kangaroo. And in this movie, Dot meets all these. That um, makes anything different to me. Don the what the fuck? I don't even what know what you're talking You never saw Don the Kangaroo? No. It's the oh follow-up. What's that the follow-up of? Dot. <laughs> you have got to see Dot the Kangaroo. It was Dot something Matrix. in the 80s. The Dot Matrix. Oh, dude. Go Dot. see Dot and the Kangaroo. It's unforgettable. And the thing is, there's this, there's this scene in it. It's called the Bunyip. 
and it used to scare the shit out of me when I was a little kid. I'm telling you, Dot and the Kangaroo. Watch Dot and the Kangaroo. I'm telling you. Is it a comedy? Is it a horror? What is it? It's a kid's movie. It's the cartoon. The cartoon is Dot. Dot is the cartoon. Everything else, like... I want to see it now. Dot and the kangaroo. He's me he's like, you never oh, heard of Dot and the kangaroo. And the ending is fucking haunting. Oh my god! It's emotional. Well, it doesn't matter. I saw it in the '80s on HBO. Okay, so dude, I'm telling you, watch Dot and the kangaroo. And anyone right. that's how many of these films are there? Seen. Can we put the Dot franchise? <laughs> <laughs> Jim K might up his pledge and uh, <laughs> the Dot franchise. I think Dot and the Bunny is the only sequel. I oh, thought. you know what? This kind of sounds like it reminds me of Watership, Watership Down. Watership <laughs> Down. Have you seen that? That ter- terrifying music. <laughs> yeah, Watership Down. Watership Down. Every time I flush my toilet, yeah. it's Watership Down. I don't you I don't have no TP. I just water that shit down. Squeeze it, man. Squeeze, Squeeze it. it. But yes, it is like Watership Down. Squeeze it. <laughs> So anyway, there was an ostrich in um, Dot and the Bunny, and this is what he says. For some reason, the way they the way they make them talk. There you go. Yep, the way they make them talk, they do a lot of swallowing. <laughs> the the ostriches go boom, and then they talk. Brandon earlier. <laughs> As they do it, they're talking sometimes. So at one point, they ask they ask an ostrich a question, and he says it was exquisite. So every time I hear the word exquisite, I always think about that ostrich. <laughs> the way my mind works. Exquisite. Anyway, watch. you don't have to watch that in the money, but everybody listening or watching, just give you give give a little of your time to Dot and the Kangaroo. I'm telling you, you won't go wrong. It's it's really good. I own the DVD, actually. But, yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Thank you, John, for that first question. And now to the second question. I'm going to read this verbatim from his message here. And it says, all right, let's play a game. Saw. Okay. Um, the game is called Who chainsaw? Did It Better? Yes, Chainsaw. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you guys two films to compare and discuss based around the same concept, and you have to decide which did it better. Ready to play? It doesn't fucking matter. I paid, and this is my question. <laughs> <laughs> Who did it better? Next episode. It- <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, cliffhanger. Did we ever come back to any of our what cliffhangers? <laughs> I don't think we, we never will. <laughs> oh, who did it better? April Fool's Day or Slaughter High? April Fool's Day. April. That's April, it? April Fool's Day for sure. Okay. Well, I, I guess John wanted a discussion. I'm, I'm going to elaborate a little bit on it. I'll discuss too. People know, you guys know, you guys kind of razz me about it, my love for, for Slaughter High. Okay. I also am a big fan of April Fool's Day. Now, when he says who did it better, this is my uh, the, the the thing that ties them together is April Fool's Day itself. You know, they both take place on April Fool's Day. So if he, John, if you want to know who did it better as far as conceptually for an April Fool's Day movie, my answer, I have to be true, has to go to April Fool's Day. Yeah, it does. Does Slaughter High? I enjoy a little bit more, but it's just one of those movies for me. But the thing about Slaughter High is. They don't do it. I guess they do it right in the UK where it ends at noon or some weird thing. And it's kind of just like Canada too. Canada too. We sing it. Well, well, April yeah, Fool's Day. <laughs> right. There you go. Singing Canadians. Look at this fucking morose motherfucker. <laughs> morose. <laughs> That's a word. Morose. Morose. Who is so. It? Who is it? 
I don't think Slaughter High does a good job. Who is it? I don't think it does a, a good job of uh, portraying April Fool's Day the way we like to see it portrayed. It's almost like it's an after, uh, um, an afterthought. It doesn't need that. You, honestly, Slaughter High would have been just fine without anything having to do with April Fool's. Just make it be a revenge tale, and he's trying to kill his classmates. And then we get that reveal at the end where none of it matters. Exactly, and it doesn't even feel like an April Fool's movie, whereas April Fool's, the title, is a giveaway, yet everybody is fooled by this movie the first time they see it. That's what's good about it. And it's so brilliant, and it's still entertaining, even though, in the end, it's all a big joke. Everything makes sense. I like the characters. I like everything about the film. I like the kills. I like the fact that it carries on after each kill, so there's an explanation. You know, they bring the next person, the next victim in on the gag. You know, because people be like, oh, well, once one person disappears, why didn't they just come out and say, hey, it's all a joke? It's, they're in on it now. I agree. I mean, right. they did the joke better. They did the payoff better. And it's a better made movie. And the silent talking at the end. Better so kills. Awesome. Better kills in, in Slaughter High. More well, nudity. True. No, yeah. don't, don't talk about NFW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nudity. I thought you said nudity. 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 I, I did Nudity. Not say that. It could be like another nickname. Look it's like at a this bad morose rapper. motherfucker right here. <laughs> yeah. They call me Nudity. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I, 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 we hope, uh, you know, that we answer. I, the- oh, I really do want to give Slaughter High another watch. Go into it now knowing what you know. Just have Exactly. Fun. That was it. The, that was a first time watch for me when we, uh, did we review it? We did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It was a joke. Yeah. I know we were. <laughs> and it was funny when it was on Shutter. I swear the framing on that you see Dick at the beginning, but then if you watch some of the other versions of it when he's in the shower, you don't see Dick. Really? Yeah. Were you upset when you didn't see Dick? I was very upset. <laughs> I wanted the uncut version. And I give it to me, cuz. Wait, <laughs> where is it, cuz? <laughs> well, was the actor himself cut or uncut? <laughs> I, yeah, but I can't remember, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, so there we go. Thank you, John. And there is one more question that was I had uh, via chat, I believe. And it was just something that, that was, was brought up. But can I find it now? Probably. No, here it is, because I was talking to Dale, Dale Strom on there, and he says, he just wanted to know, this is a real quick thing, the movie Joker. If you didn't know this was a comic book character or have any pre-knowledge of Batman, etc., would you consider this a horror movie on its own merit? Did we all see Joker? Yeah. And yeah. no. No. No? Not a horror I film. Think... Like, just like Natural Born Killers. You consider Natural Born Killers a horror film? It's about serial killers. That one, I would actually say, can lean more into that. But no, it's the way it's presented, the way we're given the material. And I don't think Joker uh, goes into that realm. In a way, I see where he's coming from, and I know people that consider it a horror film because you see his descent into madness, and you see, you know, where he's he goes off in these in, in like a dream state, if you will. You know, he he imagines things happen, but they didn't. And we've seen that in horror movies before. The payoff doesn't come till the last act, but I mean, I could see how some people could consider it that because it's like a fringy movie. Uh, but I mean, like. Taxi Driver. Would you consider Taxi Driver no, a horror movie? No, I don't think no. so. And taxi, dri- ta- taxi Driver would be closer to horror than Joker because even though they're both pretty much the same in terms of characters descent into madness, Taxi Driver reaches a point where it's grotesque and violent and shocking. 
to the audience. Whereas I don't think Joker ever quite reaches that point where it's trying to like nauseate you with gore or or scare you or frighten you. I think it's there where, to frighten you. I think I, I think it builds I, attention. Well, the subject matters, right? I just mean yeah. in terms of like you know the actual idea of making a scary movie or a horror movie. Yeah, so. I guess if maybe he was killing people throughout. If, if it, maybe if it was shown, even at the end, if they retroactively said that he killed this girl. Because here's a question. I don't care if it's spoiler or not. Uh, the thing is this. my I was having a discussion. Remember the girl that he thinks that he's dating? And then we find out he's not, and he goes into her apartment, and that whole thing is revealed. Does he kill her, or do we just not see her again? This is no. a discussion I had with my mother and my brother and my you daughter. Don't, you, you, don't don't see it, you don't see it again, but I believe the director said that she is not killed. But there is no implication, is there? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's no. weird, isn't it? Don't you think? I don't know. I'm going by memory, I never, but no. I never assumed he killed her because, you know, he thought so highly of her. And, you know, the, the brief interaction she had, you know, she did smile at him and acknowledge him, which is more than most people in that film did to him. So I think that, unfortunately, even though it's a brief, you know, 30-second interaction, that's probably one of the best relationship he has. Okay, just because I didn't remember. I've only seen it once. You know my memory. And, yeah. like, somebody... There's a conversation we had in text, and I was like, "Did he kill that girl? I don't know. I can't remember. I remember. I remember he went back. I remember the scene. And she's like, "Who are you?" And that's when things are revealed. And I'm like, "Okay, wait a minute." And then how did that end? Did, did he just walk out? Or I only, I only would have, I, I only would have questioned it had he killed the little guy in the apartment. But he let him go, and he was True. the other character who was nice to him, which told me that this character has, you know, like integrity and and, and honor, even though like he's obviously sick and twisted at this point but it's really society's fault okay so we say no but so we we said we don't consider a horror even without the now even with the knowledge or without it doesn't make a difference but again i won't give somebody too hard of a time because i to me it's a fringe i've seen movies make horror lists that are that that in my opinion were a little little less horrific than this that are are fringy joker showed up joker showed up on a couple of top 100 lists i think i think it showed up on like two lists but um I have no problem it's with people putting it. It's a fantastic film, but yeah, I yeah. don't kind of yeah, it's great. horror. Yeah, okay, well, we're all in agreement, so that's always good. Okay, so I guess we have a movie to review, and then we get out. Sounds good. Sounds get good out. to me, too. We're reviewing Get Out? Okay. Yeah, we're, well, that, that is a, uh, a double feature. Maybe someone will get that one of these days. I, w- I really wanted to hear some thoughts on that. Mr. Uh, Brandon, I think he's going to hate on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hate on what? Get out. Oh, he I'm, likes yeah, getting a lot. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just, you like never know out. with this guy. You, know, you never know lately with this cat. It's okay. <laughs> All right, 1997's Event Horizon, directed by Paul Anderson. A rescue crew investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and has now returned with someone or something new on board. Well, the first joke I'll crack is, this is nothing like Boogie Nights at Magnolia. <laughs> Boogie Nights and Magnolia? Well, that was Paul Thomas Anderson. <laughs> Yeah, directed oh. by Paul Anderson. This the is better, Paul. the better Paul Anderson. Although I do like the way he said "boogie nights." Boogie, I got boogie, a booger. boogie nights. Booger, booger night. booger. <laughs> anyway, booger. Uh, but all joking aside, this is probably his best film. He gets shit on a lot. He's kind of like the Michael Bay of horror. He did the Resident Evil series. Uh, oh, he does like a lot of action horror. He did Soldier, which is actually another decent one of his movies. Uh, and of course, this is probably his his best. I I, I yeah. like to think of it as Alien his best. versus Predator. Yeah, I loved. I saw this in the theater. Mortal so, Kombat, right? Yeah, yeah. The he did Mortal Kombat, one. and that's how he, yeah, that's how he got this because it actually 
made a killing at the box office. And that was because of the success of Mortal Kombat. That's how he got this gig. Mortal so. Kombat! I saw that in the theater, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole movie summed up right that's, there. That's my best humming of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> you call that humming? Lambert, dude, like, <laughs> my best uh, music or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're not a good hummer, so maybe... I remember when the trailer you're, hit for you're this. You're a Ben Hummer. <laughs> this one had a great trailer. I'm going right into the movie. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got like Christian review no, no, the movie. No, no, no. No, 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 I guess we should go into it. Did you even announce? Five. Did you? You haven't even done everything yet, have you? Yeah, do it, do it, B. Hum and then and then give your synopsis. <laughs> you just synopsis already. Oh, oh yeah. see, there you, <laughs> directed you, by. You, you guys get mad at me for asking for reviewed pin. I already did the synopsis like thirty seconds ago. These morose motherfuckers. Right here. <laughs> oh. The trailer for this when I was in the theater, I remember saying, "This is going to be great." I, I the effects at the time were great with the with the the gravity. Of the lack of gravity and everything floating through, and I remember seeing the trailer of the buddy. I'm like, we got to check this movie out. And yeah, was it, it your was. Cuz? It was my. Cousin. <laughs> Let's do <laughs> our thing. Do our cuz. thing. Do our thing. We got to check this out. Then you got to give it to me. The cuz. best part of it is, I went. And I had a pack of cigarettes rolled up in my sleeve here. <laughs> We're sitting on the balcony. <laughs> There's no balcony. We're just. We just. Made I didn't it. have them rolled up in my sleeve. <laughs> All I know is that I had cigarettes. You know where I had a I had a gray denim jacket with an ACDC patch on the back, and I had an inside a pocket. I had those Marlboros. Believe me, I, and I didn't roll it up, up in my sleeve like a fucking a greaser. Who am I? Was it the 1950s? Yeah. Check out this mover. I don't know why he's a gangster now. Now he's a 30s gangster in the 50s. But I remember this movie scared the shit out of it. It manages to get under your skin. Oh boy! Hey, yeah. This is the film I watched twice. Obviously, I think this is the better film. The only other time I saw this was when I was working at Hollywood Video, and I was working at it when it came out on VHS. I remember stocking this on the shelves on VHS, and I had no recollection of it. I remember liking it. Wow! I watched I watched it the other night for what what I'll consider like a, a first time watch. It's been twenty two years, and I enjoyed it. And I'm like last night. I'm like. Uh, you know what I did? I watched the video that Jason sent us. He sent us some very YouTube good. video, a very good video, uh, talking about the film. And I was like, man, this got, this got me more excited about the film than my first watch. So let me watch it again. I threw it on last night. I had an even better experience last night watching it. And I was just like, this is a really good film. And uh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm looking forward to talking about this. One. I think you, you brought up a good point. We should thank, thank you, Jason Lloyd, for sending that video to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jason oh, Smith, bravo. Jason Smith. Yes, and Jason Lloyd will be joining us on episode 103. <laughs> awesome. Oh. oh, that's great. Well, I never heard of this movie until after, in, into the 2000s. Really? Until, until the online uh, horror community... Uh, until I got, you know, got back into the game with with horror, and I was, you know, putzing around online and message boards and stuff. So somehow I missed this movie being released entirely. But again, when what year did it come out? Ninety-seven. There's your answer. Uh, I was I came back in for a hot minute in '96, and by '97 I was because this is the truth. I was, was into messy, it all through the minute. '80s. I dropped out. I dropped out by '93. I was done with it. Horror took a shit, in my opinion. I was done with it. So I, I, I took time off. Then, like I said, I came back in '96 for a hot minute because of Scream, and it's been documented. It didn't resurrect horror because I came back in. Hey, <laughs> I went back. I, was out again. I realized I saw more horror films in the theater in the '90s 
that like oh, without until a doubt, there's like doubt, I saw too. I probably didn't me miss too. a horror movie and a lot of times I went to see them twice. So I went I, back. I saw Leprechaun in the theater. I saw oh, Doctor Giggles. Oh. I saw Popcorn. I saw Texas Chainsaw: A New Beginning. I mean, I'm just naming oh. Lord of Illusions, Body Parts, every Brain Scan, everything that came out that oh, that no. got a release. I the saw. The amazing all thing of is, half of those didn't even come out in theaters. No, they all did. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Even <laughs> Texas well, it is Four, Canada. Texas Canada. Chainsaw Remember. Four came yeah, out. Canada. The they don't have anything else. So when I walked out, they, they only have hockey as a sport. So. Hockey and, and Christian and his friends are outside singing in the choir before they go. <laughs> I want to choke oh, the man. living fucking shit out of both of you. Did you get? <laughs> I'm gonna put you, put your hands as trophies. What do you yeah. always say? I want them back here. I want to move this shit. And just have your two fucking heads here. I'll do the show by myself and three voices. Hey. <laughs> that could be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? Well, I think it's great, Christian. It's, 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 it's. <laughs> That'll be a great final shot. Yeah. Your head there and mine on one side <laughs> and Brady's on the shot. other. Oh, Welcome to Exploded cool. Heads. <laughs> yes. That's their first movie, of course. Checkout's going to come after. You know, that's the checkout's going to be great. I already got the premise for checkout kind of down. I needed the backstory. I needed to have something. I wouldn't. I really, it's totally old school. That's how it should be. Totally old we'll school. Get on, we'll get on it. But this movie here, boy, what With a great With bedazzled film. tits. <laughs> Mazel tov? Yes, Mazel tov. Oh, did okay. I crack up? Or bedazzled tits. I said totally old school, but every tit is going to have like piercings and stuff in it. I'm just, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm joking. Did you ever see that movie, Bedazzled? No, or but maybe I think it's so. Devil. So. I don't know, but what's her name was in it, and she was like ridiculously hot. Yeah, um, oh, that's Bedevil. Yes. <laughs> Death, you said? No, Bedevil. Bedevil, not Bedazzle. It is Bedevil. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, that's where I got confused because there's the horror movie Bedevil, <laughs> and then there's this Bedevil, and there's another real bad movie called Bedevil that I think came out in like maybe 2017 or something. Bedevil. What are you talking about? Bedazzled. Is it Bedazzled? <laughs> It is bedazzled. So I was yeah. like, time. Yeah, bedazzled. Bedeviled is an Asian film. Bedazzled but, is Elizabeth Hurley. But she plays the devil. That's why people think, or I thought of it as bedeviled. <laughs> no, it's bedazzled. Well, it's called bedazzled, but she plays the devil. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So but it's a comedy. What, it's not a horror I, film. It didn't I make the top 100. It's <laughs> worth watching for her. That's all I can say. I mean, Maude all in that. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> Event Horizon gets better every time I watch it. I've seen it like maybe four times now. And Three it, now for me. It just keeps getting better. It, yeah, but it great. is Hellraiser in space. It's better than Hellraiser Four, Bloodline, or whatever. It's it this is. is and the reason I say that is I they 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 say they literally went to hell. Now my big thing is they went to hell and it's all pain and suffering. That's what this universe is and or or dimension is. But if that's their norm, how would they know that that's pain and suffering? Wait a minute. What, what, what I mean by that is in that realm. If all you've got is like your eyes on your hands and, 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 and you're like you're you're all in pain and suffering and blood and tied up and whatever, and that's all you've known, how is that hell? That's just your wait, reality. How isn't it? No, that's just wait, your, whoa, no, that's whoa, whoa, whoa. to us it's hell. They're saying how would the entities from that dimension have a, a knowledge of what yeah. pain and suffering is if that's the norm. Yeah. Are you talking about Event Horizon or Hellraiser? I'm talking about Event Horizon. They okay. go into that realm, that realm pulls hell back as a vision or whatever. Where I'm going with it is like the only reason it's horrific to us is because that's some scary ass shit to us. But in that realm, that's their world. That's their life. Why is it their world? It's hell. It's people dying go to hell. That's what it is. I and, think they and... still have a concept of of what life is like in other dimensions. <laughs> I mean, it's we're we're in a universe here where interdimensional travel has taken place. They colonized the moon. They colonized Mars. 
they're getting lost out in in Neptune. You know, it's you know we're we're talking about a, a science fiction movie here. So, but the thing that. is, accept it. But how could you? I don't get the question because the, I get go, it. I get what he's saying. I, I, it's half joke but half serious. They, yeah, they I, make I it get, sound like they went to another dimension or another realm in that other realm. To be hell. Well, I think they 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 coined it hell. They said it's like it, it, it would be like hell. I didn't think it was well, literally it. hell. If you're well, going well, there, they, I do. You're going there and being yep. tortured, and all these terrible things are happening to you, and there's all evil intent. What else would you call it? Just some evil galaxy? Call it whatever you want. I guess human beings would 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 call that hell. Yeah, they I mean? even say it's just a word, but he's saying the entity that's possessing the ship and you know possessing uh, Doctor Weir's character, you know, is saying. You know, it's, you know, pain and suffering. And he's saying, how would they have a knowledge that it's pain and suffering when that's all they do? In that realm. In that realm. They pulled it out of that realm. They pulled pain and suffering out of that realm to affect the ship. But in that realm, all we see is, I'm talking through my eyes on my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't bring the movie down for me by doing that. (laughs) I love it. No, that's scary ass shit. Those visuals are scary. I just, it's, I got comedy of it. That was the thought that went through my head. I'm like, well, wait a second here. If that's their constant, if that's their everyday life, then that's their everyday life. I'm born into this shit. I don't know. I, I understand How are they born into it? They're taken there. Well, no, you're talking about the entities in that dimension. What entities in that dimension? The ones that do the torturing? Yeah. What's the their job? Comes... They're Satan's minions. What do yeah. you want to call it? But it's isn't it freaky how pale and how much I look like the Doug Jones character? <laughs> <laughs> you're the right, cover. that's what I'm saying. That's don't horrifying. Do that. <laughs> I'll try not to eat a fucking grape don't, in front yeah, of me. Oh, that's why you said grape. Yeah. That's Dude, I know you, you got to stop getting mad at her. That I would have thought the same fucking thing. That grape looked delicious. I would have the same thing now. That piece looks so delicious. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, Christian. And I love, I there's have... some subtleties in this film that I love. And the one that I think is really open to the discussion is whether Dr. Weir's character is sort of, um, he, it's almost very shining reference here. He's almost like possessed, like from the minute they get to the ship, even before they get to the ship, from the minute he yep. wakes up because he has the dream at the very beginning. But I think that has to do with the fact that he built this ship and he yep. has a, such a connection to it. The fact that him building the ship caused his wife to kill kill herself because he was always working, and so, I assume so it was on this he's ship. half insane already. Is what you're saying? Practically, I'm saying he's like fully insane, and I think he has a connection with this ship. I don't think he's insane at all. I just think that the closer he gets to that evil entity that is the ship, which obviously has a you know a hookup with him because he built the damn thing, they want him there. I you know what I mean? I think he's possessed by it from. From the very beginning, which is which is because it's back in uh, back in contact with with uh, with the space station. They get I, the I distressing. Say, I, I think I think he's partially possessed. Okay, partially possessed. I, I can agree with you. I, I just think that it's calling out to him because the closer he's going to get to it, you know what I mean. Ultimately, no, but but his actions are very inconsistent, and that's why I think it's it's possession because at one point he'll be a full on lunatic, then at one point he'll be like, oh, Peters. He finds Peters her, her dead body, and he's fine. Then he's, you know, he's possessed again, and uh, he's sitting in the chair with no eyes, and he's, you know, saying, "Where we're going, you, you don't need to see, or you don't yeah. need eyes." You to need see. eyes. And then two yeah. seconds later, when the uh, when the window is blown out, he's screaming for Miller back in Doctor Weir's voice, in his regular Sam Neill voice, screaming for Miller like he wants help. So there's still like a bit of the good Doctor Weir in there, well, along maybe with the that's possess- evil. Maybe that's evil. Yeah. Playing Talk. him, using yes. him as a puppet, using his voice. Oh, absolutely, that's what it is. But I think it's it's starting to 
uh, infect him from almost from the opening shot. Yeah, that I'll give you. I, I, I get the get all that. I just think he's being called to. I just think that's like oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, but once he get and they want to make sure that he gets there. They want to yeah. make sure that hey, you got to get to this ship because we want to, you know, we want to cause more trouble here. And <laughs> you it's, know, and it's him that goes t- turns full Cenobite at the end, pretty much, right? That looks like a, like a Hellraiser escapee. It's like yeah. a Dr. Chenard. And I mean, it's all in good, sh- in good. I'm not shitting on the movie. Absolutely. I, I, like, I, I really dig this film, and, it, and it's great. Like, I'd say it, it really plays out, like, without the puzzle box. And you can almost argue that certain things, certain visuals in there, the, the way the ship's uh, doors open and close almost resemble the puzzle box to, to certain you. degrees. I, I got yep, that vibe a long time ago. In fact, I remember being a little pissy in the theater saying they aped, I didn't use that term back in the day, but they aped or they took from Hellraiser, and I was a little pissy about it. Back I believe in the, the day. correct term is gibboned. <laughs> gibboned? Gibbon. I would have said they bit. They would, at that time, that's okay. what I said. Well, they whatever. I, 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 but I, and, I, and I probably thought it was not as cool, but I was still on board because anytime a movie showed gore and the way they showed it through flashes and whatnot oh. was great, where well, the gravity kicks back in, and those the floating body parts hit the ground. And just, oh man! Awesome, fantastic Dude, stuff. Visually, the, the core, beautiful. the core itself, the yeah. core itself was what they compared to uh, the the box because it was always spinning in different directions and then yeah. eventually it lined up. Yeah, definitely. Which is really cool. Yeah, that video, that YouTube video, I, I forgot. Who Good it bad was. movies. Good bit. Fantastic. Absolutely. You know, uh, explanation of the film and talking about the you know religious. Um, so much. Yeah, the religious um, visuals and the gothic feel of the spaceship and stuff like that really took my appreciation to it to a new level. Because usually with yep. the space films, I don't really pay attention to, to the crafts so much because I always find that I get, you know, kind of bored because it always seems repetitive. But this time, you know, the first time I watched it, I was just like, wow, this is really cool. You know, the corridors they had with the spinning like meat grinder, he calls it and. <laughs> and, and different visuals were really cool. And then watching the video and then talking about like the crosses and the doorways looking like coffins and stuff like that. I was just like, wow, I got to watch this again. And I, of course, it's all there. And, and, and you don't give you usually don't give that much weight to a Paul W.S. Anderson film. I hate yeah. to say it. It's just the reality of it based on yeah. the his track record, because they're typically like kind of. You know, check your brain at the door action flicks like Mortal Kombat right. and, and even the Resident Evil series. There's not a lot of weight there. They're just kind of like action-y, horror-esque type films. That just this kind is of, a massive budget. Yeah. Massive this, budget. Th- this was... Damn good. 60 How much? million. 60 million wow. budget. It, bought, it, only, made, it right. only made like 25 million. I'm not surprised. But, uh, but it's, you know, gained cult following since then, obviously. Luckily, yeah, because I yeah. may not have known about it. You know what I mean? It, it, and terrific, it terrific performances. Like every character in this movie does really, really great work. You get just enough of everybody. I love yeah. movies that are like that. It's not too much character stuff. It's just enough to get to know and the people that have depth. You know, the girl with the bait, wondering about her child and yeah. the stuff that we learn about um, uh, the captain and things that happen in his. You get just enough to know what their fears may be. And yeah, that's you, all you, you get. Need. You get your main you know? characters. You get weird. Right. Uh, Miller and Peters are three main characters who are haunted yeah. by the fears, and then you get some characters like Smith and um, Cooper. Well, the girl Cooper. With, the, with the son, too. That she's her son. Every yeah, she, you get little yeah, she, yeah, she's she's Peters. But the other yeah. two who don't get haunted by it, they're the ones who are working outside on the ship. So it makes yes. sense. Yep. Yeah. 
And then Stark is sort of like she t- she makes a comment to uh, to Liam Neeson's character when he's about to open the door when he's sort of like possessed like open the door and she puts him in like a arm lock and she's something like uh, like self control is is very important at a time like this oh, and I always and I thought to myself like why isn't she being possessed but because she's strong mentally I think sure. she was the strongest I mean she was the second in command and she just seemed like she was uh, really in control and of course the uh, the doctor. Oh, oh, but, and, uh, oh my God! Why can't I think of his name? Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was he never got really he it got into him a little bit. He'd hear the voices. Oh, I guess his his dead buddy. Yeah, the guy yeah, that his dead buddy. fire yeah. and all that. Yeah. And then at the end, he but, even said, "I think it's his." He's the one that has that line. He says something like, "It knows my fears" or something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's getting messed with. Yeah, he yeah but he's able to. Book. He's able to. Usually, people don't, are not able to process and then articulate what they're going through in these films, and he's able to do that. He's like, it knows yeah. about this. I haven't told anybody about this. Yeah, he, do- he doesn't let it right. destroy him the way Peters does or the way um, well, Weir does, obviously. Sure, right. But that's that's where this movie differs, because you can easily say, oh my god, what a clone. Like, we've seen this before, an alien, and aliens, and any of those alien films where a ship is lost, they're going back, or a colony's lost. And, but they take the idea of something being lost, a ghost ship, essentially in this case, and... Uh, reconnecting with it and then adding so much more to the development of the story mm-hmm. uh, and it not being a physical being. Right. No alien. Yeah. It makes it that much right. like cooler. Dude, not only when, uh, when the gravity comes back on and the body falls, but when the coolant falls, oh, yeah. it almost, it almost looks like they used uh, like Coca-Cola or something yeah, for it. Was... It's very brown. It's just, yeah, yeah. that was, re- that was really cool. Really, uh-huh. really awesome scenes in this. How about the how about when the blood comes rushing out like like in the shining? They do the that shining, thing, yeah. the thing cracks yeah. and yeah, it comes, and then speaking of that, the other the, the other nods, there was the uh the Amityville. The Amityville. Yeah, the, wall, the water the bleeding oh, walls, dude. yeah. And I could swear that I also did notice, yeah, that's a good comparison with the um um the Lamont <laughs> it's twenty two shots of say configuration, uh being compared to the what do you call it? The um the core ball, whatever the yeah, hell it's the called. Core, yeah. That is gravity, cool, but I gravity drive. I think that I yeah. I you think that it, I the, saw when one of them was closing, I thought I saw the design almost almost of the configuration. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. It took me I was like, hmm, that looks like that yeah. like the design on it, you know? But I, but, and it's funny because that video kind of it, or it articulated way better than I would have ever done. But that's the the, the thought process I had with the for the Hellraiser connections from way back when. And and it, it sums it up perfectly. But Dave, yes, that's what I said earlier. I I agree, like when the doors close yeah. or open sometimes you, you get that kind of re uh almost reconfirmation of 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 seeing that and saying, Hey, wait, was that what I think it was, right. or a nod to, whatever it may cool. be. But the the blood was, it was the great. Right when the blood was in a big tub, it looked Kool Aid esque. But then when they did the close ups, it was a lot cooler. Yeah. Like when it was coming down the corner. Like, I, th- I thought Kool Aid also. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How about the blood coming out of Justin's uh, ma- uh, eyes and oh, mouth at the end? It's man. floating in gravity. And the, sh- vein, the veins popping yeah. in the eyes. Oh, oh, man. Such a cool scene. The way he's floating out in, and it's like foggy and he's like sort of like. Her, uh, like hunched over and he, he's like position, doing yeah. like flips. Yeah, he's in the fetal position and he's sort of yeah. like floating at that shot and then like Fishburne just does like a fucking launch at him and grabs him. They really care about each other, these yeah. characters. Really, really well done. Yeah. I love it. When the characters are well done, that's that's huge for me. They make them less stereotypical than what you're used to by oh. seeing a film where a bunch of characters get out of like hypertension or hypersleep 
uh, like chambers and, and, and come out into the like, no, you, we've seen it all before, but it's played out so differently here. Yeah. You know, you don't get the cigar chomp and lieutenant that is like, OK, everybody, let's get it and, and, and everything right. else. But there's all these <laughs> elements that we've we've been there, done that. But again, it's done differently here okay. uh, and smarter, definitely smarter uh, characters and, and more fleshed out for the most part anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, good stuff. It's almost kind of like that's one comparison I can make to Alien, the first Alien, that you meet that small group there and you like them. You know what yeah. I mean? There's there, there's no drama between them and, you know, they, they everyone knows their role or the thing, for example. You know what I mean? It has that type of feel where you like the characters, you just get what you need to know about them and, and that stuff works. Did you know what was wrong with uh, Peter's son? What was wrong with Peter's son? No, what was it? What was the insinuation? He has a case of the bad legs. Oh. <laughs> I should have. I should have. Diagnosis. Got case diagnosis. of the bad legs. You got them bad. <laughs> case of them bad legs. Absolutely. Yeah. Get them bad legs, kid. Dude, I like that Justin. You know, like he, he's just, even he's he's sort of in and out of it too because he's like sort of possessed and hitting the the airlock to open the thing. But at the same time, he's you know, Mama Bear, save me. Yeah. And then he talks about how, like, you know, if you've seen what I've seen, you would do exactly what I'm doing right now. Exactly. You wouldn't like, try to stop me, he said. Yeah, that's yeah. haunting. Although that's... I do wish, you know, based on that, that YouTube video we watched that, uh, you know, they say they cut out like a good 30, 40 minutes of this film. I, know. I do wish we had gotten a, a little bit more, especially with the hell scenes. I don't mind that yeah. some of the gore scenes were cut down, but the you hell scenes, the... yeah. It'd be they interesting because all... you know that this was done in a time frame where they didn't. They didn't just get rid of the footage. We had special editions already coming out at this point. Massive special editions. Yeah. Not to the Blu-ray extent, but they were doing them on laser and probably and DVD, I think was, you know, well, I know, I think you know, it was coming out at this point as well. But laser was already doing them. So this footage exists. Well, the thing is, they said, like, Maybe the either. work print wound up in a salt mine in Transylvania. Like, how does that happen? Like, right? What the, like, when you're done with a film, don't you just put the work, work print in, like, some sort of archive or in your, in the filmmaker's basement or somewhere? somewhere you would safe? think. How you does it end think. up in a salt mine in Transylvania? Like, that sounded so made up, but so awesome at the same time. I know, right? <laughs> like, that's a horror movie in itself. I like, know. I want to find, uh... Your original footage in a salt mine in Transylvania. Yeah, how about that idea? Of the Event Horizon. That's our fourth film. Think about this. There could be a movie. It's like a cursed film, right? We've seen cursed film movies before. But in this case, the guy that directed it realized that only the scenes that were cut were causing bad things to happen. So there is a work print, and he had it sent somewhere, like like a salt mine in Transylvania, and these other kids online, <laughs> they, they, listen, they get together, and they want to go try to find this because they're big fans of the, the movie, and uh... <laughs> and my added spin, that EEH doesn't stand for Exploding Heads, it stands for Event Horizon, and we oh. were on the sh- and we were on the ship the whole time, not doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. It, movie it number work. five. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's keep on doing it. Three dollars at a time. There are, there are <laughs> even hints of other movies in this. Even movies that I, I think might have come out after this. I, it had an Armageddon type feel with the connection what? between these characters, which I think came out after, and even a little bit of uh, of a Hannibal Lecter type feel. The way uh, the way Weir was talking at certain points. I felt like he was very, like, very controlled and evil at the same time. Very, very creepy. And the oh, way that, that that the doctor was killed when he's, like, 
strung up, all like dissected yeah. and cut open. That was great. Oh, that that gutted scene. Yeah, oh, that rem- that, that reminded great. me of Silence of the Lambs with the with the cop at the end, but also obviously Frank and Hellraiser. Right. So that was good yeah. stuff. Indeed. The guts were cool. Yes, indeed. That should be that court? should be our uh, our tagline for our movie for our horror movie. It's gotta be. You say indeed? it all the time. Indeed. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is. How about that? We gotta come up with a movie. Where, where in the beginning, indeed. we'll definitely do that. that. That's a given, I think. When she, when they're in the back, when and she says, um, that first of all, that scary ass audio when they listen to the people suffering and shit. Oh my god, that's freaking haunting type stuff. That, oof. but then they go and uh, what what the hell did they say? She's walking through, and then she says something about, oh, we got some blood here. And then you see a flash, and you see all the mayhem in the back and the guts and all the shit on this. Oh, dude. Dude, that's so nasty. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was done so well. And when that glove comes by him, and he sees it out of the corner of his eye, and he, oh, oh, dude. It looked like glue. Michael Jackson glove. It was all, like, silver <laughs> and bedazzled. It was a Elizabeth Hurley glove. bedazzled. Yeah, <laughs> sure it wasn't bedeviled. <laughs> Be it awesome. was. I swear. I looked at. It, I was like, "Why is there a Michael Jackson glove floating?" But the sound design, the sound design stands out in this yeah. film. Yeah. Oh, the whole Absolutely. production. The production's is top notch. Uh, it's performances. It, it's bizarre. Well, you know what? A lot of these films have developed a following afterward. The thing was right. no exception. Alien was, I think, a hit out of the gate. But the thing was yeah. a bomb uh, in the theater, and it kind of developed this cult status uh afterwards and i think this is always this is one of the films that i think is well known to be one of paul thomas anderson or paul, paul ws anderson's best films and yeah i would say so. yeah yeah i would say it's definitely his best film at least of the ones i've seen but uh yeah i don't yeah, know what else it, i was gonna say <laughs> corpsicle that's what i was gonna say what a great corpsicle film. yeah <laughs> i love that a corpsicle yeah great this is really a, a great a film stiff. <laughs> what movie? When they blow the ship when uh, oh wait, what? It's a stiff. Mm. Is it It's no. not a horror film. Mm. Damn it. I don't Nine know. To, five. to kids movie. Oh. Is it's it the Goonies? A... Yep, the Goonies. I was yes. going to say I was going to say Goosebumps. Chunk in the in the in the fridge. Right. Time for the Goosebumps giveaway. <laughs> it's coming there are giveaways coming by the way i got some things here i just want i want to give them away oh and by the way patrons uh what listen, that hat <laughs> i haven't sent out those things yet the stickers it's just been every time the weekend comes it's i can't get to the post office during the week at all i i, I go into work at seven i get out it's after 4 30 everything out here is closed so i can i can only go on saturday and it's only it is a small window that's like a three-hour window so and I, but i i did find some stamps here a book of stamps so i'm going to be working on them and i thought i had to go to the post office to do it but yeah but i don't necessarily have to because i think i have enough stamps time stamps as well here that i could just send them out but they're just these little stickers but more coming but i know people are probably wondering but they are going to come i promise you so if i had a few nitpicks for this film i'm sorry were you no no i'm done (laughs) let me let me stop you there what else can i say no let me just stop you there (laughs) stop me there a new patron Right as we're we live. Hey, let's right shout the, them out. Yep. Ryan Schwartz, welcome. Hey. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Passover, Ryan. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> nice. Happy so. Easter Sunday Passover. <laughs> A few nitpicks. Obviously, oh. with, with the gore cuts, the, the, one, the, the wife's suicide could have been much better. 
It's very quick. I do like that quick shot of her in the tub, that overhead oh, shot. Yeah. It, I, that's really good, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of it. And uh, at first, I, I actually had it down as a negative, the fact that her eyes are missing. But it makes sense now in terms of what yeah. I was talking about with, you know, him having a connection to this, to this evil even very early on because he's, he's dreaming about it even before it happens. What about the reflection in her eye at the end? When you see in her eye the reflection and you see the core thing spinning? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fuck it. Fucking squizzit, man. <laughs> Exquisite. <laughs> yes. Dot in the kangaroo. Dot in the bunny. Get on him. Dot in the bunny. Okay. Uh, it's so not a perfect ride. film. It's not a perfect film. But no, it's, it's not a perfect no. film. Nope. I was just trying to make sense. It tore, it tore a hole in the universe. You know, created this. They used black holes, which you know Stark black talks about that sun. being, you know, <laughs> talking about that being dangerous because you know it's the most dangerous, you know, thing in the world, and and it tore a hole in the universe. When Weir is going to shoot uh, Miller, I'm sorry, I'm like I'm trying to get my thoughts together. It's not. <laughs> when Weir is going to shoot Miller, Miller says to him, "If you miss, you're going to blow the hole." And he's like, "What makes you think I'm going to miss?" But then he immediately. Shoots at Cooper at the window. Why would he shoot the window out? It blew the hole instantly. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's, I just that just saw it seemed very silly. I don't remember now. I didn't even make note of that. I mean, I, I know he was I know taken. I know you're talking he, about, I but I, yeah, was, I know he was taken by surprise because Cooper came back because he was floating away after he was, you know, it was instinctual. Okay, yeah, that's right. Cooper came back and he's like, "I'm coming back." But <laughs> <laughs> remind me of the Jason X thing. Yeah. I think Jason X but totally better. Yeah. Yeah. Please yeah. do not compare this to Jason X. <laughs> I think Jason X did that on purpose, though. I think they they might have. You know? He said, let's do this. I love when he's like floating in the fucking outer space. <laughs> he's like, I gotta blow. I gotta get back to the ship. I gotta get back to the ship. Yep. And, it, and he's like, I gotta blow. I gotta blow the hatch or whatever. And, then he, and he did it. And he got back to the ship. Gotta blow the oxygen tank. He was confident. He was like, I gotta do this. He goes, oh, if that was Christian in that scene, instead of saying, I gotta blow my tank, I gotta blow my tank, he'd be like, I gotta blow my cuz, I gotta blow my cuz. <laughs> and I'd be like, I gotta blow my load, I gotta blow my load one more time before I die. Space <laughs> Imagine, jerking. Had, yeah, space masturbation. Whip it oh, out oh no, it's floating up in your basket. You're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be hilarious. <laughs> I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. Oh, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'd be fine with my dick in my hand in space, <laughs> floating around. Oh, oh. <laughs> floating around. Uh, maybe look. Maybe this looks larger with zero gravity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Junior is now a senior in space. No, you're right though. I mean, I think maybe if they didn't have that line to set you up for him shooting <laughs> the, the blow hatch or whatever like that, it wouldn't. It wouldn't see so weird. But for them to set it up with like why. Like, well, you think I'm going to miss? You think I'm going to miss? miss then I'm going to shoot this cross window here. <laughs> well, I think it was just instincts. He saw this guy come. Oh, wait a minute. You know what I mean? No, it's it, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm 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 really nitpicking at this point. My my it's not even an issue. But my main question is, you know, obviously Miller blows the ship at the end, separating the uh, the safe part of the ship for for the other crew members to escape. But as he's blowing the ship you see that they are sucked into the black hole. <laughs> Blow and suck. Blow and suck. It. Blow What's the on your mind Suck into the black hole. <laughs> it's true, though. Black hole. Cuz. So what do you think? Did he um, save them? Did he save them? Yes. Yes, he saved them. I'm talking about everyone who died on the ship. Did he save their souls? 
Oh, I don't know about that. For what the heavens. Look like? Yeah. What do you mean? This is a huge. This is a huge question here because you see it disappear into the into the black hole because oh. because we are engaged the portal. But he blew the ship, but it still disappears into the portal. I guess he did save their souls. You think they were dead and wherever it disappeared to, it doesn't matter because he saved them already. Because it's in a black hole now. It's in a different um, <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> whatever it is. It's in a different. It's in a different uh, galaxy, so to speak. You know, a what galaxy I mean? far, far away. Yes, yes. Exactly. All they know is pain. Yeah, <laughs> but he set the portal to take them back to hell or whatever dimension they were going to. That's why I ask. Did what they if go the back sequel there? is that it, po- it comes back to Earth? The portal leads them back to Earth. I think it actually goes back to Earth too. <laughs> <laughs> so much tie into that one. Into I thought that's a leg- I thought that's a legitimately fair question. I did. It didn't occur to me, but now that you bring it up, it's something I'm. Um, that's I didn't why. Ponder. That's why I said this movie. Had it been a hit, deserved a sequel and a prequel. A prequel to to go back to the the building of the ship and, and you know the original flight crew, and yep. a sequel to follow up because at the very end of this, you know they're obviously being rescued, the three of them who are still alive. Then you see the door close. So is the door closing just just you know theatrics? You know the movie's over, the door's closing, or is it there's some presence that shut that door that still stayed behind? some evil that stayed behind on that part of the ship. I think we're probably supposed to feel that there's some sort of evil that stayed behind. I think so. It's always leaving you with that unanswered question, but... It's so weird. I want to lean the other way just because of how heroic and how good these characters were. I want to feel that Miller actually saved them, even though I just don't know. But you're right. I mean, it's... I guess it's a good thing to to have these questions, you know, open-ended. No, it's never a bad thing. Unless unless it, it... yeah like it's not ambiguous in the sense of like like totally not like i think it leaves you with just enough yeah without, without uh being unanswered as, exactly as, exactly there's you know there's arguments both ways Christian hmm. knows. <laughs> i'll have to next time hole. i watch it <laughs> I i'm very tired all of a sudden <laughs> all that all that blowing and sucking has made me tired. <laughs> she's gone from suck to blow <laughs> space balls there you go. Yes. Speaking I of knew Miguel, that too. I didn't know we were. Away. I didn't know we were doing name that movie. I did know you. That was space. From now on, it's the new rule of the show. Anytime someone quotes movie. a line, it's, it's name that, that movie it's automatically. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I'm making it official now. Echo and the Bunny Man. <laughs> a dot in the Bunny Man. <laughs> yeah, Dot and the Bunny. A perfect movie to watch on Easter. How do you like that, people? There it is. Dot and the bunny. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, how about all the coffins? Things look like coffins when they're going through the the, the, the doors, the doorways. Yeah, the doorways, yeah. Shaped like coffins. Yeah. It reminds me of, what do you call it? Um, L.A. Coffins? is the place. Yeah. A muse- LA is the place. mausoleum? Yeah. <laughs> the La Plaza's Demon, how LA that coffin was moving place. around. Yeah. It could have fit right perfectly through those doors. <laughs> L.A. is the place. <laughs> I'm always going to call it L.A. is the place now. <laughs> I didn't know what LA. you were talking about for a second. <laughs> L.A. is the place. Yeah. But all the religious stuff. We didn't get a whole lot into it, but now I noticed it, like, obviously because I watched the video, but, I mean, afterwards, it does. It, the inside of it does look like a cathedral sometimes with yeah. the way the pillars are and stuff like that. I guess it was modeled after um, some famous cathedral in France. I forgot yeah, which one it was. Uh, Notre Dame. Is that what it is? Okay. But before, it, before it, the fire. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> Christian! I should have let you make that joke. Now I look like the bank. You were about to make the joke too. Nice. Were you gonna say that exact same? No, phrase? I was gonna say both of them went up in flames. But that's oh okay. But yeah. it's just as in poor taste. Indeed. <laughs> in the go. stations of the cross, 
the Stations of the Cross going around the ship, the way the outsides look and how they have it. If you've been inside a Catholic church, you know what I'm talking about and how the thing itself is shaped like like a cross. The dead giveaway. Cool and again, I, and without that video, I would have never saw it, but there's that right. priest blowing the little boy in the corner too. You, can't, you didn't <laughs> see it the first view, but on the Dave's second watch, there's the, the priest was blowing the little boy. Well, he couldn't <laughs> run away because he had a case of them bad legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, oh, man. Junior, gonna suck you like a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> black hole, son. Will you be my black hole, son? And that's how you start. <laughs> anyway, um, how about we are getting the eight-hour treatment, though, like Freddy Krueger? I dig that. You know what I'm saying? That's all work that goes into this movie. So but yeah, yeah. We better wrap it up, huh? We better wrap it up. How high are we going? I'm going nine out of ten. That's where I'm sitting on Event Horizon. Cool. I'm I'm an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. I am also Great an movie. eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. Wow, I come yeah. the highest. That doesn't happen all that much. Yeah. Right? Well, I bet you do come the highest. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. You got two inches it's... on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, he's so, got yeah. seven and a half, so he's got about four inches on us. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> yep. Hey, Just call you. my cock Jason Lloyd. <laughs> 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 anyway <laughs> next time you're having sex I will give you a hundred dollars if you get a recording of you saying that to your wife about to give you the old Jason Lloyd <laughs> I don't don't tap me so, with money buddy I would have to pay you if that literally came out <laughs> we're gonna be out of here next show 103 the three movies we're doing three movies because we got things piling up so under the skin is from Derek Ooh. The craft from Glenn and Ooh. the initiation from Jonathan. Nice. Boom. Nice. So, nice and nice. So we'll see you. We'll see you soon. We're having a lot of fun. Patrons, we love you. And um, what else can we say? Anything? The we usual. appreciate your support. Yeah. Appreciate yes. it. And we love you long time. <laughs> Here you go. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following.